Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Recently, I gave a talk at an event in London called the Top Boy Academy. And um, it was about how you make it in creative industries and how to stay on top of the digital landscape. The event was a series of talks, uh, workshops, demos, and it was produced by a platform called NTS Radio with Netflix to celebrate the release of the new Top Boy series, giving young Londoners an insight into the inner workings of music, TV, and the film industries. I was speaking alongside loads of the cast members from Top Boy, um, some featuring Ashley Waters, Michael Ward, and the writer Ronan Bennett, as well as industry experts from the extended NTS family, um, filmmakers, casting directors, DJs, costume designers, and more. All of the recordings from the event, including my talk, is available online now. If you're interested in learning about creative industries and how to carve a career in media, search for Top Boy Academy on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or check the NTS site at nts.live yeah so we're in yeah yeah so (laughs) straight in we yeah so we've made it happen yeah we We finally did yeah we finally finally remember i told you i always say i'm a vibes man yeah yeah, yeah, you know when timing when the timing's good then it feels right yeah yeah then 100 i'm the same though man i don't really like to force things yeah i'm saying so like just being a fan of the show, I was like, you know, I just want to have a chat with him. Sick. Like, could be about anything, really. I'm, Serious. Yeah, I'm on it, man. Um, yeah, so so Koji's with us today. Um, Poet's not here. He's in Manchester. Is that where he is? Yeah, he's in Manchester. He's doing... I don't know who he's working with at the moment. Um, obviously, he's not working with Copper Knight anymore. So yeah, he's yeah. like... Like loads of different companies. That's what I'm saying. But I think that was one of the, the better things to happen for him. Definitely. If I'm being Definitely. honest. If I'm keeping it G... Yeah, I think so. And you know what? On top of that as well, just of late, yeah, he just seems happier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was one of the last things, and he can correct me when he's here, Yeah, but that freedom from the restraints of working with corporations yeah. and allowed him to be the poet that we all love, yeah. which is just himself. 
because even when he makes a mistake, he's the first to own up to it and yeah, he'll yeah. take it on the chest and he'll take all criticisms that come with it. Yeah. So really and truly after that, what more do you want from the boy? Yeah, he definitely, he don't like restrictions. Nah. No. He, de- he <laughs> is a person who doesn't sit well with them. And the thing is, I think, yeah, that even like how things are for him at the moment, yeah. like it's amazing. And it, there is going to get to a point again where there's going to be a big bag for him, which mm. means that within that big bag, there might be a couple of restrictions. Yeah, and yeah, in the yeah. beginning, it feels it's great. Cool though, eat, but then, I, Do you get what I'm eat, saying? Man. And after a while again, you might start feeling like, ah, oh, I need yeah. to, you know what I mean? Free up again. But I think what he's got going on with Vuj gives him that freedom. Um, all the football kind of discussions, even yeah. what he's doing with um, Harry and Philly and all them, man. Like, yeah, of course. It's wavy, man. Even what Harry, Harry, um, Philly's doing at the moment mm. is yeah, sick. Philly, I love what I can't crazy. lie to you. We had him here as well before, and I even said, like, ages ago, I was like, there's something about him. Yeah, 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 he's wavy. I met him at Carnival. He's probably thinking, who's this brother? But, like, I think H, Harry introduced us, and he was like, yeah, yeah, cool. But yeah. I just, at that moment, I wanted to geek out and be like, yo, I'm a fan. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I really rate what you got going on, but it's carny, in it. You know what I mean? Do you know what? Vibes. Actually, that even, because <coughs> I was thinking about something the other day, yeah? And it's always kind of sick when you hear an artist yeah. say that they are a fan of somebody mm. in some in some way but like not a fan of another artist but a fan of somebody else that's doing something else yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and it's like it goes to well we say like people were having this conversation about oh you know like maybe artists shouldn't have conversations about you know like lists like yeah, top yeah, 10 yeah, lists yeah. and whatever and in my head i'm like do you know what if anyone if anyone really should yeah. it should be certain artists yeah, do you know why because some of you lot are super fans yeah, yeah, yeah. of and we're certain things. Yeah, we're non-biased. And non-biased. Well, yeah. sometimes you might be. If you're, if it's a rapper list, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you get okay, what I'm saying? Man might... I'm at the top. Yeah, I'm yeah. at the top. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? But with that being said, though, yeah. a lot of you are super fans of what's going 100%. on around you that's, that's and what's happened before you. That's why I reached out to Harry Pinero. Like, yeah. I've, I've got a tune on my new project, Cashmere Tears, called yeah. Sugar. And in one of the lines, I rapped about him. But like, I reached out to him first, just on a genuine fan level of just like, obviously when I was making that project, I struggled with all kind of like, it's no secret I've been open about it, like mental health, depression, anxiety, all that kind of stuff. So when I found things that genuinely made me laugh and made me happy, even if it was for 30 seconds, 60 seconds, that's when I got heavy into YouTube and things like that. Just moments to kind of escape and laugh at something that's actually a reflection of life. Yeah, I had to stand up and hate it up, just you yeah, see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why even your podcast, like I listened to it all the time when I was going through my thing, just to hear people talk about other things. Yeah. Do you get me? That weren't going on in my head, just you yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I think it's I think it's it's nice to celebrate people while they're here. I'm very 100%. much I'm a believer just, of giving people their bro, flowers. I'm just I'm fully on that. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just fully on doing that and just talking about because I don't know, there's just a lot of things that's happening at the moment that I'm like, rah fuck like there's like certain things that are just not normal and because yeah. things move so quickly sometimes you have to take a moment to actually understand that shit there's some real inspiring things happening a, a, around day. man but anyway you know before we even get into all of that yeah. boom, you've just come straight back from where you come up from Germany yeah yeah I was in Berlin Berlin yeah, yeah. suitcase at the butt over desk so everything <laughs> trust yeah? me we're working man we're busy we're moving Show, what shows no I was filming a I don't know if I can uh, whatever I was filming a colours so okay. I, did a, I did my yeah I did my second colours, but oh. um, we did something really cool. I think I'll keep that as a surprise. I don't know when this this will probably drop before it. Yeah, but we did something really special with the episode. Oh man, um, which was nice. So 
it's going to be a nice one. Like, yeah. I've, I've got, like, a long history with Colours, which is, like, it's crazy how much support they, they still show me because, like, I was on Colours in an era where millions of views was qu- kind of rare. You wouldn't always get one. Like, massive thing. It was, like, like a, a big thing. Big, big and deal. I, and mine didn't get a million views. Yeah. But it was always a conversation starter. People always referenced it and came yeah. back to it. And in terms of how it helped me, it opened me up to a, a world, like a more of a worldwide audience. Yeah. So we go back. So like in the process of making Cashmere Tears or whatever, um, they was down at the shows and just vibing and they saw the atmosphere that we brought to the live shows. Yeah. And they really were just like, if we're going to do another one, we want that. Dope. Do you get me? We want that live energy. Yeah. Um, so we did something really special. Who's bothering me? You know, I actually really want to talk about your life, but I'm going to yeah. do that later on as well. Yeah. You know, obviously, for like, was away for a tiny bit. So, you know, for some people who missed the podcast and that, like, I was in Jamaica. I mm. came back, and the day that I got back, bro, I got flu immediately. Immediately. What was Jamaica Fam, saying, though? As the second I got back, the second I got back, within about, no, actually, within about an hour, yeah. I started feeling like, you know, like, something's coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, within, like, a couple of hours, bro, full-blown blo- full flu. Finished and down. I'm a man as well. When I get on an aeroplane, I'll always wear, like, thick clothing yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, you're not going to get hot slippers <coughs> <by the aircon, laughs> Because man. it's obviously the air con, it's cold, yeah. all of that type of shit. Bro, it probably caught me, but, bro, Jamaica, yeah, oh, man. Like, I don't have a... Because st- I remember last time, obviously, I had the story about shades and all of that. Mm. I did go shades again this time around. <laughs> I did see the midget again. <laughs> I did see- Do you know what? In fact, the time that I went to shades again, yeah. I did see the midget, but he wasn't piping this time. <laughs> he was, like, standing by, like... <laughs> he was standing by, like, some little balcony thing or whatever. And I think he was getting ready what? to pipe. He was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was someone stretching. else piping. Like, huh? someone else was piping on the stage. Just- yeah. Ready. Fam, like, it's mad, you know. Like, I have literally. been to Jamaica, you know. And can I just say, this is not a, like, a proper representation. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a strip club, and this is one of the strip clubs, yeah. and that's just what, yeah, an element of what they do. I've only ever been to a strip club in New... Well, no, I've been to some here, but they're trash. Do you like them? Do you like they're... any strip club anywhere? I went to one in New Zealand, and I had a great time, but because it... <laughs> but, like, for, like, the dumbest reason. Like, like, I was jet-lagged but awake. So we've landed and like my team, like my tour manager, my DJ, all of them like, went to sleep. I'm awake, awake. Oh, like. so you went on your one? Yeah, I'm awake, awake. <laughs> so I've gone out to a bar first. I've gone out to a bar, I've made loads of like friggin' friends in there. Okay. It was a movie. Night, cl- like, night finishes, bars closing. They're like, I'm like to them, <coughs> realistically, I'm, st- I'm, I'm still up. So what's still open? They're like, the only thing that would still be open is the strip club. But we got a jet. So I'm like, do you know what? You only live once. Let's just go in it. Roll up, yeah. I get to the door and um, it's like the security guard's looking at me funny and I'm thinking, oh, all right, let's just soldier it. But I'm not, I've not put anything together in my head in it. I've just thought, it's normal for me to turn up there, innit, yeah? But it's fully not. Like, yeah, <laughs> like dress yeah. how I dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, English accent, black, in New Zealand. What are you doing here? Why are you by yourself? Like, yeah. who is this person kind of thing? Yeah. Get up the stairs. The lady that gives you the strip of money for cash mm. same look I get inside I sit down and as soon as I get inside I thought to myself whoa coach what are you doing here like do you know what I mean you could have went to bed this is yeah, fine yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you could have went to bed moments. this is fine I get the moments yeah definitely. instantly yeah. so I've gone to the bar and sheepishly ordered like a cider and like 
walked to the nearest seat with my head down because I just didn't, I was like trying to like gain my senses a little bit. And when I've lifted my head up, I realized how close I am to the stripper pole. So as they're stripping and they turn around, they see me directly. Are they are there women walking around as well? Or yeah, are they just yeah, yeah, yeah. So like one will be on the pole, one will be doing a lap, if that makes sense, like collecting mm. tips. But I think they saw I just got there, so they skipped me. So the girl comes off the pole, comes around, chats to me, hears the accent, interested, says, oh, I'm going to come back. now. Yeah, she yeah. said, I'm going to come back and talk to you. Mm. So she goes into the back. The next stripper comes off the pole, comes around, collects the tips, has the same conversation with me, says, I'm going to come back and talk to you. This happens three more times. So now within 45 minutes of being in the strip club, I've just got four strippers sat around me and we're just talking uh, about everything. We're talking about new girl, traveling, yeah. music. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Just like proper genuine conversation. Yeah. And like to the point where they were so happy that I weren't one of them guys that was just like trying to do the most, yeah. that they would go champagne room, come back with a fresh bottle of champagne for me and said, oh, we didn't pop it in there so you could drink it or whatever, da, 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 da. like stop drinking cider. Like, do you oh, know what I mean? So you like, was like, so you actually oh, caught a different type of vibe. Yeah, 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 I was like, and then they came to the show the next day. Did they? No yeah, way, yeah, you yeah, ran yeah. into the show. They came to the show the next day, the f- all the front row were strippers. Oh, that's, Mad. That's yeah, so yeah, that's you definitely yeah. made time. Like my shows are, like, that's what I'm saying. My yeah, shows, shows are like, such a, like, it's a great time. They must it's a weird time, well. it's lovely, everyone's there. Yeah, do you know what it is though? You see like, I, like especially after this time going to this to the to shades yeah I've been to strip clubs all over the place. Shout and out like, Calendar Girls by the way I think they deserve a shout out. Say that again. Calendar Girls is that what they're called yeah, yeah shout out to them still. Yeah. But I just don't like do you know what it's not that I don't it's just not for me. <laughs> you know I just realised it's just not, not for me. me yeah. Like I don't like to I don't like for somebody to pretend that they that I am the best thing since sliced yeah, bread yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. because I might be. To, to some people, but you don't think that immediately. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I could be handsome, innit? I could be. <laughs> you could be. But like, but in this moment, but in this, moment like, this whole thing of like, oh my God. Like, I just want to rip your clothes off type vibe. <laughs> I just know that it's not really it's that. It's not good for It's about the peas and all of that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, as soon as I walked in, the girls grabbing my nipple and all of these. Type <laughs> things. Yeah, I know. And, I'm, and you know what the thing is, my nipples are sensitive yeah, already. already. So I need to eradicate this out. before anything Why do stupid girls think stuff. Nipple play is cool. Like most guys' nipples are quite like. Are your nipples sensitive? Yeah, man. Like, Fuck. Like it's annoying. It's been annoying since I was a kid, and they're tiny, so people just feel the need. To do yeah. the most, and I'm but like, see when you see when, when you're with a girl that you like or your missus or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. she touches them. That's it, does it go off? Um, it's like does it go does off? It, does it go oh, off? It's like if we're in a scenario where it's about to pop off, there's certain zones. That's yeah. one of them. Oh yeah. If I'm with my girl or a girl I'm seeing, whatever it is, yeah, or I'm in that situation and she does that, it's going mm. off. Yeah. It's going off. Yeah. Do you know what? I think yeah, it might just be because explosive. I'm I went to a strip club in Johannesburg mm. and I think it just might be strip clubs in like African Caribbean countries are just more rags from the get go. Yeah. Like from moment you walk in, it's kind of it, not even a strip club. It's just like a place full of whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, you feel yeah, yeah. like I remember being in Joburg and seeing this stripper come off the stage, grab this guy, pull him on the stage, strip him. Oh shit. <laughs> on the oh, stage. Yeah, and then by the time he realised he was naked, she had his peas. Oh, yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And it was on the stage. Yeah, I think when you go to strip clubs anyway, you have to know, like, in terms of your money, you've got to know how to pattern. Yeah, up. yeah, pattern Depending on how your bank is, on depending <coughs> on how, like, 
reasonable you want to be because you can like I'll always have one money in one side of the pocket and then another money in another side of the pocket and one of that is like this is like on my say for example my left side mm. is like that's my everyday yeah, whatever yeah. and then on the right side is this is what I've come here to spend yeah, to do you get off, what I'm saying yeah. so you know what I might give <coughs> one thing I don't mind is being say like being in a strip club and then like a girl dancing on the pole and stuff like yeah. that and if my vibe takes me I might just like throw a little dance. yeah throw some especially if she's doing certain things on the pole because you got to understand yeah Sometimes these women make that look very easy. Yeah, it's yeah, really, yeah. really difficult. Like your upper body strength that you've got to have to be able to climb up there just like that and hang off with just your hands, and then even the lower body strength where mm, you like mm. the legs are gripping the pole yeah. and then they let go of it and then they drop. And on that's the, the thing you don't see it. In the, uh, I, I, I won't bait her up, but someone I know is because it's on her private Instagram, so it's like she probably just wants to keep private. But she's just started her stripper lessons. Yeah. But she's much, she's filming it from day one, day two, day three, day four. Her when she's trash. Yeah. You feel me? So even just watching the basics of how they climb the pole and stay up there, let alone do all of them tricks, you might as well throw something. Let's exact do you know what? Even that, you see the whole thing of just climbing up the pole, bro. Mm. That's hard. Like, that's hard, fam. That's very difficult. Like just climbing up a skinny pole as well. Yeah. It's a myth. It's hard to it's do that. You could even try it with a lamppost now and you'll fail. I promise. Yeah, definitely. I promise. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe a rope, if you're doing it on a rope, it's a, a little rope, bit yeah, easier because it's moved, like you've got grip yeah, yeah, and yeah. it moves in Momentum, a way that you, yeah. to angle your body in that, yeah. But a steel pole, to climb up that is mm. very difficult. And, and you stay see, up it. Huh? Stay up it with your fires. Yeah, but you know what they're doing sometimes, fam? <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're grabbing yeah, yeah. the pole. <laughs> yeah, that. But you know what they're doing sometimes? They're grabbing the pole and like sometimes they don't even have their legs round it. Yeah, they yeah. might just be sat like next to yeah, it. Yeah, they're just sat and holding it. it like this. Do you know what I mean? Still talking to people, ordering drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild. I love it, man. So one of them did one thing where you like they like had their legs wrapped around it, kind of thing. Then they've like let go and they've slid all the way down like no. mad fast. And then caught and themselves. Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, at yeah, the bottom. Yeah. See things like that, you're gonna get my money in that. Yeah, and I like, yeah. I don't mind watching that because I, I also understand how difficult that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But. Like if you're just on your, you neck see, like when I'm just chilling, yeah, I don't want like someone coming up to me rubbing my nipples and mm. doing all that type of stuff and all of that. Unless it's just more of a thing of, do you know, it's would you like a dance? For a strip club, <laughs> I feel. Huh? Maybe if she just was on you. I've had that here. Oh man, I've had that in England. But what strip clubs are even good in England? Because I've been to some None. terrible ones. Terrible ones. Like they came round with a with a beer mug. Ready to clap pound coins for the strip dance, and I was nah. like, "That sounds a bit." Yeah, it was. It was pretty. Big, yeah, right? I'm not. It's do you know what? I'm not mind, knock I'm not, it, a, I'm not a strip don't club look... attendee for everybody listening. Okay. I'm not like because I've spoken about it four different strip like clubs. You guys yeah. are in there. No, I've. Been, do you know what it is? It's for the culture, so, of course. Like, <laughs> like, do you know what it is? Yeah, like I've been to a lot, but a reason why I've actually been to as many as I have is because sometimes when you go to certain countries, I feel like there's certain places where you it'd be rude not to. Yeah. Like, say you... I haven't been to so Miami. I ain't been to Miami, but okay, it'd be uh, rude... Yeah, I understand you with Miami. It'd be rude not to do that. It'd be yeah. maybe rude not to do it in Vegas. Yeah, it yeah. Might, it, maybe even... I went to New York and I went to... A, <coughs> LA, it, LA, you can kind of get sucked in. Yeah, but in America, it's a bit different because, like, with... Like, there was, like, an era of hip-hop where yeah. that was 
massively yeah, a part yeah. of the culture. And that's where music, that's how, what, Future yeah, blew, up, blew up in yeah, strip enough clubs. Enough artists did. Juicy J and all of that. Mm. Like These lot were like busting through the strip club and that. Mm. If you wanted to get your, if you wanted your tune to, if you wanted to be known some in some capacity or whatnot, if the DJ was playing in the strip club and it was banging, yeah. then like, Oh yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then it's you like, go to like other places in the world and it's like it's just like why not? You know yeah. what I mean? And like It was my birthday in Johannesburg. That was my excuse. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well this time around I went to Jamaica this time with like nine of my cousins and that. A couple wanted to go and like we went it was it was you know what I mean? It was what it was. But aside from that, our holiday was more than just a fucking strip club. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, what was Jamaica saying? Yeah, Jamaica as a whole, as I've been enough times, but it was again amazing, bro. Yeah. Like seriously, this country is so rich in culture, mm. yeah, and resources. Mm. And I think that like sometimes I feel Jamaican people are misunderstood. Mm. And one of the reasons why I say that, I look like it's hard because I don't want to go into too much details about this because I don't want to like offend anyone like that you know I was in Jamaica with or anyone who has this thought process or whatever. But like sometimes I feel that there is a, a certain level of conditioning that yeah. we have from here or from different parts of the world yeah. that we may like some people may not be conscious of it like as in the direct in their brain here, but in the back of their brain it's like a black fear. Yeah, it's like this yeah, thing yeah. of like, you know what? You're going to go to a place like this and these people are going to kill you. Mm. They're going to rob you. Mm. They're angry. Mm. They're, you know, it's violent. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. You, you, you'll you say to some people, like, some people will be like, oh, like, what's Jamaica like or whatever? And you tell them and, and then you might say to them, ah, oh, have you ever been or would you go? And they say, oh, I'd love to go, but it's, I heard it's dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yo, okay, look, I'm not even going to take away from the fact that there's places in Jamaica that are extremely Pretty dangerous. dangerous yeah. However... There's places in London, London that's dangerous. I was just about to say that. Like. Imagine, like, there will be a lot of people that, like, will go. I, I go to Jamaica and I go all different places. I'll go to the hood. I'll be all over the place, yeah? But just for people who go on a holiday, mm. if you're going on a holiday, say you go on a holiday to England, you're not really going to go Tottenham. <laughs> like, yeah. You're not, you're not go, really, you're not unless you've got, go family, unless you got family yeah. members there, you're probably not really going to go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, there might be, go, yeah. like... Like, there might be certain other places as well. Like, there's I'm trying something... to think if there's, like, a a tourist spot. What, in, in where? In Tottenham. That no. means, like, but I don't think there is. You, like, yeah. the thing is, the maddest thing is, yeah, if you are coming on a holiday to England, you may not even have heard of Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, Tottenham may not even be something that exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the you same... Unless you go to football, that's very true. That's, that's the most. And even then, if you go into football game, there's a march happening from like. Yeah, you're going from the cheap to the stadium. Yeah. Thousands of people. People, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like when you go to Jamaica, you're probably not gonna go Tivoli Garden. Yeah. Like yeah, you're yeah. probably not really gonna need really to go gonna down reach, there. Yeah. So unless somebody's taking you there. Unless someone's taking you there, and, and and like unless you've got family there yeah. or whatever it may be, or if you like say you are super like you're so knowledgeable about the happenings in Jamaica and like certain dances and that that are yeah, happening, yeah. then there might you might be like me. I'm a man who if I go to a country, I will probably want to risk it and go to a place like yeah, that because yeah, I might yeah. want to go to a rave there. I might want to go to a, a concert that's happening there or a little thing that's happening down there because I want to, me personally, I want to see how regular people live within that country. Mm. But anyway, I feel that like just having to explain constantly to certain people especially even being in Jamaica yo 
they're not bad people. Yeah, it's not know? mad. Yeah, it's not crazy. They're not. They're actually not even bad people. Yeah, because that what a friend of mine was telling me that she's going to Jamaica and um, she wanted. No, I think it was her cousin that wanted to reach one dance. I can't remember what the dance was called, but um, my brethren's sister was more kind of like shook about the whole thing, so she wanted to like have security. And then like that turned into like a whole big debacle in the group chat or whatever. Because essentially, if you bring security to a dance, you're attracting <coughs> attention that says, try me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where if you just go to a dance, same way if you just go to any dance and dance yeah. and have a good time and go home, you're probably fine. Can I say this, yeah? And this is not to say that people should do this. Mm. But a couple of men that I was with, big Rolexes, yeah. very expensive watches. Yeah. We went oh, we went all over the place in Jamaica and there wasn't even a sniff of anything. Now, of course, you could go to certain places and They'll certain things might it, yeah. happen or whatever. But yo, you could go to Oxford Street. Yeah, yeah. You could go Oxford Street with a Roly or an AP and get, and get sucked right outside the station. Yeah. Right outside Nighttown. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've only ever been mugged <laughs> once and it was by Oxford Street. Say again? I've only ever been mugged once. And, and it was by, by Oxford Street. Street. Seriously? I live in Ends in South London and nothing ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, because that's the thing. It's like, things happen, but if you're from somewhere, you're just, it's not going to happen. Like. Bro, and also, bearing in mind as well, is that like when you go to a country like that, yeah, you're going to have a lot of people who are naturally, who don't have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. don't. But... They find things to sell or they like, you know, I don't know how it works, but like everyone's selling some shit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, so you'll get people that come up to you and they're like trying to sell you things and whatever it is. Yeah. And they're trying to hustle you or whatnot. Now, okay. Sometimes that can be a tiny bit annoying, but there's ways to deal with them and there's ways to deal with it. And also on top of that, yeah, you see like the way that they come and they might hustle you. Yeah. Guess what? You can hustle them too. Yeah. Some, like, there were people that were getting so frustrated. Oh, I'm getting ripped off of this. And I'm getting ripped off of that. I'm like, like, okay, firstly, it's mad cheap. The yeah, only reason yeah. why it seems expensive is because, see, Jamaican money is um, like $1,000 is like six. A thousand Jamaican dollars is like six pound fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so something might come up as like five thousand. Yeah, wow, that looks. So crazy. in your in your mind, because we're so used to like a, a, a grand being like a bat, like a grand, a thousand yeah. pounds. A bank, there's yeah. still like a part of us that's like, what are you talking? What three oh, yeah. grand? Yeah, yeah, what yeah, two yeah. grand? Fam, it's like twelve pounds. It's like it's not a lot of money. But even then, yeah. yeah Say like they're hustling you. You don't have to take the price that they're giving yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you can nah, hustle. That's the thing, it kind of goes both ways. It yeah. goes both ways. Yeah. Enough like, times like, a man says to me, yeah, enough times yeah. a man says to me, oh, like, how, I'll say, how much is that? You say, oh, like um, uh, one grand five. Yeah. I'm giving you a grand, just Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, take it. they might be like, uh, I don't know, no, like no, give no, me no, one no. grand two. Cool, one grand two. two yeah. I didn't pay Same one grand five. in Ghana, like, They'll come up to you and try to send, sell you one of them bracelets that they make. They'll switch stitch on the side or whatever. Yeah. And the first price they'll tell you is crazy yeah. if you don't know the conversion. Yeah. So you can insolently say 80% lower and they'll be like, because like, exactly. they knew that it was, a, it was a gross inflation, but it was just... Yeah. Because same, like, same with taxis in some com- in countries. Yeah, they'll, yeah. If they can finesse you, they'll finesse you. But it's, you just got to be more wise to where you're traveling to. Yeah. Like, you got to travel with some kind of like mind on you that says, okay, I'm in a different space, so pattern up. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But also like, sometimes you have to be conscious a little bit about like how, you, how you're looking at people. Yeah, how you're dealing yeah. with them. Because like, sometimes 
again, like you might not be aware of it, but you're going there and you're like, like making these comments or like, like doing certain things, and essentially you're like you're looking down on them while and, you're like, there. It's while mad. you're there, yeah, it's crazy. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it, and I feel sometimes as well. It depends on how your mindset is because you could be in the most beautiful place. If you're a pessimist, yeah, you're gonna see the negative in everything. Yeah. Do you get me? You're gonna just see just everything's negative. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you like open your eyes just a little bit more, you'll be able to see how beautiful it is and how like t- like how cool some of these people are. You know, like you might go to a place, yeah. Say like, and you're looking at people with like tough faces, yeah, and their, their eyes might be like quite dark, and like, you know, they look like they may, they might not have washed for a little bit or mm. whatever it may be, and they look they just something about them just like looks like struggle. In our minds, we're thinking, raw. Well. Oh my god, we better stay away from yeah. In Jamaica, yeah, I, I guarantee they're the nicest guarantee people. You, yeah, you see when you hail a man up, you see when a man's looking at you in your eyes and you look back at him and you nod at him and you say yes, my brother or whatever it is, he hails you up properly. Yeah, like yeah. properly. Yeah. Is he here? If I'm walking and I see a man or whatever and I just nod my head at him, no enough times man ain't really not even nodding back, their head yeah, back. They're, they're just... They are not. <laughs> Like, like, Who's this? I know you from where? Where do I know you from? Where? It's a slow nod, like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but some, have you ever been in a scenario where like you you go it somewhere and like you're the only black brother there and you see another black brother and you just might just nod it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just just quickly just be like, yeah, well, go on. I can't even lie. You know that happened in Poland. I was filming <laughs> something in Poland. Yeah, I was there for like five days. And for the whole five days, I saw two black people. No word of a lie. Yeah. And the second black nun I saw. Like, we looked at each other, yeah? And, like, you know, like, we had this big smile on each <laughs> yeah. other. And you know what? It was almost like we both wanted to just give each other to a hug. massive yeah. hug. <laughs> but we couldn't move so man. quick. We just, it it just happens, didn't happen. man. When you travel so much, you, you get to see and understand so many different cultures and just understand life in a different way. And that's why I always implore people to, like, travel, travel. as much as people. Like, as much as and, they can. And speak to people. Yeah. Like, travel, speak to people. Understand, like... Don't see the the tourist side of things and that is cool, yeah. But you bearing in mind you're not seeing the real side of that of the country by just staying in a, a proper tourist area. Yeah. Now I get that like sometimes not everyone has they don't have the personality to be able to like that's just not really their thing and that's cool I can't be mad at that but yo don't never be in a place and look down on people like that yeah, and well. also not my people yeah, I'm never yeah, gonna yeah. allow someone to go and be around me and like and look and down try to amongst, Jamaica. amongst my <laughs> own people yeah. that's insane to well, me bro but like overall bro I swear to you man the country is just like like I, I could easily see myself once it's all said and done yeah, yeah, that's like my there. place that I'll, I'll be and Big just up, chill man. and just like that's it and just take it and you know what I mean I'm glad you know that I'm glad you know there's a point where it's like do you know what it's time man Yeah. let's just go sit down in the heat and just live until we can't live no more trust man. me trust me there's a point for that I'm still I feel like I would move to Ghana or I definitely is that have, where you're from? yeah I'm from Ghana oh okay I definitely have a house in Ghana um, well lit but I'm trying to f- I'm trying to find that place still. I think I think if I get to a, a point in my life where I'm older, I've made all my peas, I'm ready to retire, and I haven't found that other place, I understand it's Ghana, <coughs> and a big part of me knows it's Ghana first. But I just want to see, yeah. you know, I want to check. You got, bro, you got plenty of time, and yeah. I got plenty of time. But I yeah. think as well, it's like sometimes it's just about like sometimes you appreciate things 
when you're more in different stages in your life. Mm. Do you get what I'm mm. saying? It's like, say like you went to, say you was going to Ghana as a kid. Yeah. Know? Oh. Like you might have just, hated hated, it. you might not have loved I it. it. I didn't so go. Much. So I went, the last time I was in Ghana, I was 11 and I didn't go again until I was 25. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go when you're a little bit older and you start to understand things a little bit better. You start to appreciate things a bit better. Mm. You start to appreciate your own culture better. The f- certain, like, even the tasting of the food and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, you start to l- yeah, look at it's different. Yeah, it's because it's more, it's more based on nostalgia. Yeah, do you know what I mean, so like simple things like street <coughs> food, like certain street food, you'd be like, I really just crave that. Do you know what I mean? I think that there's something in Ghana called chebab, yeah. which is basically just meat. Like, like it could, sometimes it's goat meat, sometimes it's chicken or whatever, sometimes it's beef or whatever. Depends mm-hmm. on where you go, but they'll fry it, put it on a stick, with like um onions and peppers or whatever and you, and then put like this like pepper on it mm. that's like just I don't know how to I can't describe the taste to you it's just paying in it yeah mm. and like I remember having it as a kid and one of the first things I wanted to do when I got to Ghana when I was older is go find it and like I remember eating it I wanted to cry it's such like it's the <coughs> simplest street food but I'm like this feels like home like mm. you get me and sometimes you just can't really Fake that feeling, do you no. see what I'm saying? Like there is a point where you kind of have to go and see what's going on. Hundred percent. Do you know what I love about Jamaica so much as well? Like even now is that like, you see, dancing within like within dancehall has been a thing for years. Yeah. yeah. But like of late, of the last few times I've gone, I've realised that like it's, e- it's even more of a thing now. Yeah, like oh. people are going to these dances here. Yeah? Oh, and there's like in Jamaica, yeah, mm. and it's like. I went to um, Stone Love. Stone Love had a dance in in Kingston. I went there, yeah, and like, like the tunes are running and that, yeah, and like people are kind of in the middle, just like just casually doing routines mm-hmm. and that, and they're like mm-hmm. certain people just jump in because they're not like not all the things are hard, the wind, but before yeah. you know it, it's like bare people are in there hey, just shouting out doing bare, and then I'm like you got that. a man in there that's got the little gas thing and just lighting, yeah, I'm on that. that. I I've got a picture it. I'm gonna show you, yeah. I want you to pull it on the screen as well. Yeah. But there's like um, even like the whole thing of they like light something on the floor. Mm. They lit like some little flame flower thing on the floor mm. and then everyone's kind of dancing around Wavy. it or whatever. Bro, it's so cold. Let me show Wavy. you this picture quickly. Wavy. If you're watching YouTube, you'll be able to see one of the screens. But like, look at that. Look at that. Oh, mad. And you can tell everybody there. That's like early in the dance kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Show Callum as well. That's it's a vibe, man. Bro. I remember when in Ghana in, on New Year's, um, we drove out to a beach called Crocobite. Yeah. Uh, and um, and we like basically just had like, it was 10 of us. Um, Joshua Kissy was there, Mahanila, um, a few of us. It was about 10 of us. And we just had, we, we literally partied on the beach with the locals. Uh, and on, on like New Year's Day, they light these massive bonfires. Mm. But what was crazy about it was that the power went out because, you know, like, I'm sure it happens in Jamaica, like, electricity will just go sometimes. It'll come back, but sometimes it'll just cut out in Ghana. So electricity's cut out right before the countdown. So everyone's like, ah, oh. like, no one can tell what time it is properly. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and, like, it was almost like it was, like, <laughs> planned. It almost seemed planned, like, right, like, it was almost like a minute past. So it didn't make much of a difference. All the lights came back on, the music came back on, and the bonfires went up. And like now all of a sudden everyone's celebrating on the beach and just euphoric. like, oh man, it was beautiful. Like, 
I think that was the best way I've ever entered a year. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that was, was that start of 2019? Yeah, I think it was. You yeah. forget with New Year's because transitioning Transition, between the year yeah, is a bit yeah. weird anyway. Yeah, man, you see like, you go to certain places, man, and you see that like, some people, they, they may not have money, but they're just rich in spirit. Mm. Do you get me? And that's like... That's the that's, highest that's, currency. That's a, the highest, because different. That's different energies. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, anyway, off this quickly, yeah, before Bombs. we even get into you and that, yeah, we've got to just get into something that I can't even not discuss yeah. quickly. Yeah, I know you was good. away, but did you watch the flipping... Um, did you hear about the Bulgaria versus England situation? Oh, no. What happened? Um, take a microphone, Callum, man. Shit, because before you know it, Julie's going to be sending me oh, messages uh, yeah, like, yeah, why yeah, the yeah. fuck has Callum not got a microphone? Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> no, 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 she's ill. She can't talk right now. It's fine. Oh, she, okay. You're right. Um, did you did you hear anything or see anything about it? No, what happened? Okay, so basically, um, England was playing, uh, was it a qualifying game or was it a friendly? Um, Google it. I think it was a qualifying game anyway, yeah? And it, they was in Bulgaria and again, like monkey noises, monkey chants and all of these types of things. Racist shit in football. Yeah, yeah bare yeah. racist shit in football. And then, like... They've got this three strike thing here where it's like, okay, it happens and then they like- Yeah, qualification. Yeah, it's a qualification game. Yeah. Then they talk about it. And basically once he gets the three strikes, that's when they sort of call the game off, yeah? They got to like the second strike. Yeah. It, it still was happening at half time. They made an announcement. I think that's the second strike, by the way. In the second strike, there was an announcement that basically said, if this continues, then the game's gonna be abandoned. Mm. So then you had like a big section of the crowd that went, they just left. But while they was there, Right, they were making bear monkey noises. They had like a little flipping um, uh, a jumper up that said no respect, so they're not respecting the yeah, UEFA yeah, thing yeah, and all of that yeah. stuff. And like Militant. they they were essentially making political statements while they was there. Mm. Do you get me? Yeah, like, they was do they was doing it to say we're doing it. Yeah. yeah, we're here and this is it. We don't we don't we don't we don't love blacks. They have yeah. no place here. Yeah, like yeah. get the fuck out. Which is crazy. I did shows in Bulgaria and like. There's some people, which in every country, there are some people that are great people. Of you course. see what I'm saying? But for them to do that on such a big scale, that's mm. a bit mad. Of course. And do you know what it is? Like, the, my opinion and all the things that I'm going to say actually isn't aimed at, like, Bulgarian people as a whole. Yeah. I'm what just, happened at that game? At that game yeah. and, like, how I just see things when mm. it comes to, like, race and sport and all yeah. of that type of stuff. But anyway, so, boom. That's all happened now. They've left, but even when they've left, the second half has the second half has started, and they like there's still people in the crowd making Damn. monkey noises and like it's still a thing. Yeah. In the end, England end, ended up winning six six nil. Standard, yeah, love that. They won the game in that, and then but there was like conversations about the game, was there? They was focusing on making monkey noises, and they lose six. Mm. Yeah, you lose exactly you lose by six points. But like they ended up like there was obviously conversations about you know black. Black players leaving the pitch, like just walking off, mm. like that's what they should do, and whatever. Yeah. Now, firstly, my opinion on this is, yeah, for, like there should never be any blame on any of the players whatsoever in anything. Yeah. You can't victimize a man for being victimized. Yeah. That doesn't even make no sense. Yeah. yeah. It really stems from not the, these old people in UEFA offices and stuff like that, because the reality is, is they don't give a fuck about. What's I don't think they on? care about black people and 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 um and uh and yeah and race issues within football bearing in mind it's a massive thing yeah, yeah. and it has been a big deal so ultimately it should really be about them 
But my thing was, is that like, when everyone was saying, oh, you, or a lot of people were saying black people, like the black players and that should have like walked off the pitch and that. You know what my thought was? What? I actually don't even think that the black players should walk off. Yeah. It's not I, kind, I kind of do and I don't. Yeah. Before I get to the punchline, I kind of think that like, it would be amazing if someone did make that sta- that yeah. stance. Yeah. Like, I would love to see that. I would love to see somebody say, you know what, fuck this. And just walk Like, fuck it, innit? Because at the end of the day, yeah, I get people say, oh, you know what, they, they did it on the pitch. They won the game and they got the three points and that. But there's certain things that are just bigger than the game and yeah. are bigger than three points and yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. And you got players like uh, Raheem Sterling who's forever talking about race and stuff like that he's doing a lot of things for you know talking like talking up about these type mm-hmm. of things but you know what would be good it would be good if Someone one day man just said you know what fuck it and a Kaepernick vibe and just made a stand I'm yeah. I'm I'm leaving. Yeah. I remember Etu um did, did that for Barcelona, but all the players were like trying to bring him back and that, and they did br- they did bring him back, and he ended up playing. I think he got a hat trick, whatever it is, yeah. Mm. And I think he like that was when he like ran to the crowd and like sort of did a monkey like, thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> but like yeah, it would be good to do that. But you know, it would be even better. What? Is if the white players yes. walked off? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. Glad that was more my thing. Yeah, that's that was more my thing. If the white players said, you know yeah. what, I'm picking a side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, like I'm, I'm walking off. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like I'm not having that. Like I'm not, ha- and maybe this might be a bit, maybe this might be a bit different. Yeah, but, and I'm sure some people will say this is different. But let me tell you this. Yeah, you see, like my brethren. Say my brethren is doing something here where he's in, we're in a space where he's doing something and people are disrespecting my brethren, yeah? They may not necessarily be um, directly disrespecting me, Mm -hmm. but in some way you are. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, maybe he might say, doesn't matter, Chucks, I can tolerate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I might just say, you know what? Nah, nah, fuck that. You're disrespecting my brethren in front of my own um, eyes. Yeah, yeah. And even though he says that he can tolerate it, yeah. I know he don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I know he don't like it. So I'm going to act. And if I, I might act well. and I might while out and do something mad, so it'd be better that I don't do that. Yeah. But maybe acting might mean that I have to walk off. And sometimes I feel that like, you know, you have to do things for the bigger picture. And for as far as I'm concerned, winning games... And scoring goals isn't really the it's bigger picture. Anyway. Come, man's been doing that. Yeah, you do that anyway. Man's doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's not an achievement. Well, it's an achievement. Obviously, big up the players and everything that they do. But the biggest statement is white players walking off. Because even in terms of that making like a an international kind of discussion point around it, yeah. it's almost like you expect the victim to walk off in protest. Yeah. Do you get me? You don't expect... Um, anybody to stand up for the victim before it even gets to that point. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So I think that would be... If black players walk off, this this is the thing, black players can't win because if they stay on the pitch, then obviously people will have something to say. If they walk off, some people will say, oh, why don't you just do do all of that? That was my point. But my my thing is is this, yeah? I just think anyway. Um, Do you know what I'm on? I'm on mass white walkouts. How about that? (laughs) Mass white walkouts. Imagine Harry Kane. Imagine Harry Kane and all of them man said, you know what? Now fuck all of that. I'm out. Like yeah, I'm I'm out. I'm out. And you know what? And then uh, do you know what? UEFA would shit themselves if that happened. Yeah. Because again, 
The only way that I feel that these people are going to do something, you can't play on their heartstrings because they won't get it. Yeah, you can't me. like try to make them understand things yeah. because they don't care because yeah. there's just they money really coming in. You have no to respect. affect the pocket. Yeah. You have to affect the pocket. So if it means that there's bare, a mass white walkout yeah. at bare times, then maybe they'd shit themselves and they'll do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people say, oh, you know, but like walking off... Um, makes the the racists win but i just think i don't understand how it makes them win because see for me <laughs> and poets made win. me understand this more than anything yeah i don't know i feel like poets opinion would be very different to mine i feel like we'd probably have an argument on this to be honest with you <laughs> but like i'm gonna ring him anyway yeah. i'm gonna ask him what he thinks but but as far as i'm concerned yeah like let's just say if there was white mass walkouts yeah every time something like that happened yeah yeah Football, from how Poet and from what I've seen through Poet and Vuj, and obviously from my own understanding, yeah, in a lot of countries, it's like, it's not just football. It's like a part of their culture. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's their everyday living. Yeah. Like, they, like, football in certain countries is such a big deal. It's like a religion, bro. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Once you, when you're born in a certain area, it's almost like gangs. Yeah. You know, yeah. like when you're like growing in a certain area, yeah. you're just affiliated to just being a crip. Yeah. Or yeah, being instantly. a blood or whatever it is. It's like, yeah. fo- like like that with football. So, okay, cool. One game gets abandoned and people say, oh, like the white, the, the racist win, yeah. But imagine like this happened and like there was white mass walkouts like every 20 minutes in in just bare games. After a while, man, I actually just going to start getting fed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what it's like, yeah? What happens is the people, the racists love football the same way. Mm-hmm. They do. Some yeah. of them do go there just to cause trouble and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But some of them love football. It's, in, it's, within, it's them within them too. Them, yeah, so they want to have the bragging rights as well. Mm-hmm. So if every moment something like that was happening, one, that would be jarring for them. And two, you see for the regular punters, some of them might say to like, might just be a bit, bit more active in stopping stop man from coming yeah, in the yeah. fucking feet. Cause you know what? I'm trying to bring my youth to watch the game. Yeah. I'm trying to watch it. We're trying, trying to get the free, something. we're trying to yeah. win the yeah. thing or like Great memories. This sometimes certain things, yeah, are literally certain games and points are balanced on whether you win a title or whether you get relegated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if this keeps happening, my team might get relegated yeah. or they might not even win. So we need to start making extra steps yeah. as a community yeah. to stop having these people coming in here and fucking up the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? But that can only happen with white mass walkouts. I That's agree. it. Definitely like black agree. players walking off is not going to do very it's much. Not, yeah, it's not but it would be good if if man did that. Yeah. They don't have to, but it would be good. 100%. 100%. It's crazy. I'm surprised I didn't know nothing about this, but I think it's because I've never... Football wasn't my thing. Yeah. I was a fight fan, so like... Oh, yes. Yeah, boxing, so yeah. UFC, mixed martial arts, like... I could like I know everything about that, and then I like I kind of lose track of all the other sports. But I, you realize that like most conversations that come past me about football are never necessarily just about the matches. It's about the culture behind it and what's yeah. going on and how much it really affects people. So yeah, so a statement like that would translate over to so many different industries as yeah. well, where similar things are happening. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And kind of inspired this <coughs> a bigger change. You see what I'm saying? So usually, right u- usually, one. bro. Like I think feel like big change. In order for change to happen, somebody has to feel uncomfortable. That's the first thing, yeah? Somebody has to feel uncomfortable. So Somebody's got to do something that makes somebody uncomfortable. That's one way that you're going to get change. But another way that you're going to get change is if you have people that have the privilege to pick a side. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, see, like, even with women, yeah? 
like with women rights and stuff like that. Yeah, it's cool when you see like a bunch of women come together and say stuff um, and talk about like the issues that they're having and try to make understanding and that. But do you know what really cuts through? Yeah. When a man says, nah, you lot are moving mad. Yeah, yeah. Moving when, a, when a man says to a group of men, nah, bro, yeah, you can't say that. Yeah. You can't 100%. move like that. That's 100%. fucking crazy. 100%. That As then, event, so many other things that will translate towards that. Yeah, are important because like even within the music industry, sometimes and there's there's definitely an imbalance between how men are treated and how women are treated. Yeah, and it would be a lot more effective, unfortunately, if more of the men stood up and said <coughs> this isn't okay because not only would obviously it inspire change and all that kind of stuff, it would allow so many more female artists to be themselves. Yeah, true. genuinely, do you see yeah. what I'm saying? So, like. The world is the world is very imbalanced, and I think we would love the the one side to always kind of stand up, but like you can't expect it. You know? White mass walkouts. That's what I'm saying. White. I love, mass I love that name. Walkouts. White mass and, walkouts. And, and, and it you sounds know what? like a cult. It sounds like some cult shit, bro. Like some James I think Town it would shit. just be. I think that would just that that statement there would just be insane. Mm. But also as well, bro. I do feel that like. I mean. I do, I am starting to feel that like, we're in a time where we as like, our generation and just like our culture and that, a lot of times don't always see the bigger picture in things yeah. and don't always like, and are enabled to make decisions based on the bigger picture. Yeah. Like, and sometimes making selfless decisions for the bigger picture of like, of your people or even what you may say that you stand for. Yeah. <clears throat> and what I mean by that is that I think that like, you know, everyone will all say this, all of this yeah, lovely bright stuff and that, yeah? stuff, yeah. But when it's time to actually, you do know, something. actively do something, it's, very we ain't, it's not happening, bro. And you know quiet. what? When you look back, like just in past days and that, yeah, there are people here yeah, that were literally on a vibe of, I'm gonna die. Like I'm just gonna have to do that. I'm just gonna if it means I have to die yeah. for every from the Utes, for my Utes or for my grandchildren or for whatever it may be to have a to to be able to make music and go out here and flex and all of that. Because look at it like this, yeah. I don't know. Did you was you born in Ghana? No, I was born here. You was born here, yeah. yeah. Your parents were obviously yeah, born yeah. there, yeah, and they've come here, whatever. So I don't know <coughs> the, your. A direct situation with them but sometimes some people come here like families and that come here because they need to get away from all of the madness that's happening back home yeah. and come back for opportunities for their children and yeah. stuff like that yeah and sometimes those things come of a thing of like you know what like I, it's hard for me but i need to find myself in a predicament for the better of my kids or yeah. for for people in general yeah. especially like like black people hundreds of years ago um, risking their lives rebelling against slaves and all of these type of things mm. knowing that you know I'll die yeah. but it means that if we all die then like in the end people are going to end up reaping the rewards of what we ended up doing Yeah, I just feel like now people will say all of this good shit but when it's time to actually do something that's, about that's it I don't see anyone sense. doing nothing other than the um Extinction, extinction Rebellion lot. Oh, yeah. them oh lot. they're going hard. <laughs> they're going oh, hard. These lot are super gluing their hands to shit. Jarring, man. And you know what? Okay, do you know what? I Can't think that they're jarring. Up. They're jarring, but guess Big what, up. Koji? They're jarring. I, I think, hear it. 
I think it's effective. No, no, no. I don't even necessarily think that it's effective today. In terms of like making a, a splash, we're talking about them. That's what they want. Yeah, we are talking about it. Yeah, right now. but do you know what my overall point is? Yeah, they are. I'm not defending them like that. But what I'm saying is, you see, with all of that madness that they're doing, I can almost guarantee that in years to come, something good of it might yeah. have come from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know what? People might have died doing it. They might have lost their hand or a bunch of skin because they fucking super gluing this. But at least they're they, they're fighting for what they believe in. Like, how it's hard are you? Bit. How hard are we gonna do that? How hard are we I gonna hear go? That. Man, are just gonna? <laughs> are we just gonna track. score goals? Are we just gonna score goals and get the three points and say, you know what? We we're doing it. Why mass walkouts? Why <laughs> mass walkouts, bro. Sometimes you have to do it for the bigger picture. Oh, it's not just about the f- the goals and the three points. Man's been doing that. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Like that's the, nothing. <laughs> the extinction lot have a good. Um, intention, climate change is a real problem. I hear yeah. that. Yeah, I think some of the shenanigans. I just, I, I, I. <laughs> I do you know what it is? I'm trying to figure out how to word it, but I just feel like I just got to say it how it is. I feel like there's a big difference in how white <coughs> people get to protest oh, definitely. and how oh, black people get one. to protest. Oh, we would have, nothing. We would have dead. And like, and like, there's one of them that I saw, and I just went. <laughs> like, like, literally, yeah. was like, "What is going on?" I think it's when they showed up to the treasury and blasted it with um, liters of uh, fake blood. Oh yeah, that's all mad. <laughs> and just, but it's the picture. They was just there. So f- in my head, I'm thinking the time it takes for you to empty all of that fake blood out onto the treasury, yeah. like the response times would have been so much different. Yeah, Do you get me? Like, of course, it would have been so much different. And it's not even necessarily like a white protest, black protest thing. Let's say that was India, man. Or Pakistani man or Bengali man trying to make a statement about friggin' They'd climate change. They'd have been shot. <laughs> and emptied blood on the treasury. They're not going to look at it like, no. you get me, like it's for the climate and all that kind of no. stuff. So sometimes, some of it, I'm just like, this just feels like an exhibition of privilege. Oh yeah, I hear Do that. Do you see what I'm saying? I hear that still. Like, what was the other one? It's like they, they even gave a cheeky warning. They said, don't, soon we're going to fuck up the trains. We apologise <laughs> to all the people that it fucks up your train journey for, but yeah. we have to do this for climate change. And right. I'm like, no, you don't. People need to get to work. Yeah, because whether the climate is is going up or going down, if I don't make rent, I'm on the street, yeah. burning up with the water and melting like the ice caps. So like, it's my, my My, because I 100% agree with what you're saying. Mine is more just the sentiment of like, these people are going hard. Yeah. yeah, with the thing of nothing is going to change right now, but yeah. hopefully at some point it will. I may not agree they with how they're going about response, it, yeah. but like there in does the become, the a, there does become well. a point where it's like in football, like the yeah we we scoring like winning three point uh, yeah kick raises them out of football yeah there's a couple of footballers that are coming out and doing so much yeah. for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, even want to take that away. There's bare of them that's right, doing that. Up, yeah. yeah, but there has to be a point where a man says, "I'm out." Do you know what I mean? And just leaves. Gone. Gone. Do you get what I'm Dips, saying? Yeah. Leave. I'm off. Man can't tell me nothing, but more so white mass walkouts. <laughs> white mass walkouts. Let me just ring Poet before. It's the name of that episode. That's the name of the episode. White mass walkouts. Trust me. You call him Poe? Yeah, yeah. I, I, Poets has a lot of good things. He, to he'd say have about more to these. say about the football side. Oh, yeah. I watch like fighting so avidly that I'm just lost after time. Hello, hi. Not too bad. Your reception's a bit bad. Hear me? Yeah. Do you know what? Put this on this one. Oh, yeah. I'll ring you normally. One sec. Oh, you can't. Oh, shit. 
Oh no, I think he was just about to say a card, isn't it? He's probably thinking because you're on the ground. Yo, fam. What are you saying, brother? Can you hear me? Brother? Can you hear me, yeah? Uh -oh. Can you hear me, bro? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you, fam. All right, cool. I've got somebody in here that you, um, that I know that you respect and that you have, um, that I've heard you say good things about. Well, go on, Paul. She's really nice. I got Koji Radical in, in here with me. Listen, Koji is someone I love, fam. That is someone I genuinely love, and I'm pissed off I'm not there now, fam. Now. I know, now I know, bro. I know, but we'll do this again. We'll do it again, definitely. Mm. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> I'm not happy about that. Koji Radical, mate, one of the most unique, one of the most uh, interesting, and such a great example of UK music, seriously, fam. And not even just UK music, just... Like, just the UK in general, fam. Just to know that man's associated in some capacity with someone like that makes me very happy. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. He's a he's a definitely a real one. I, I to, love I had to bring him in. He's, he's another person that's not afraid to give people their flowers. My guy, yeah, yeah. Poe's definitely, yeah. He's yeah. yeah. always been a person who can give flowers. Um, do you know what, though? I just wanted your quick take on something, bro. Because I know yeah. it's like... It's, it's definitely your field and something that you are massively, humongously passionate about. Yeah. I, and I couldn't... Um, have a conversation mm. with it without your take yeah yeah um, tell me like what from your perspective yeah like how do yeah. you feel about the um, England Bulgaria situation do you want to be very very 100 of you go on the whole thing's a con mate thank you I'll show you what this is what I genuinely believe about the situation I could be wrong England are trying to deflect from what they do so badly, mm. which is provide a safe and secure environment for individuals of ethnic minorities and so on and so forth within mm. this country. They do such a bad job that they do what my cousins used to do when I was younger. So my cousins used to do bad things. I didn't trouble anyone. The moment I've done something bad, oh, but Paul's done it as well. And it's just like, bro, forget what I'm doing. Dance a yard before you dance abroad. Sort out our <laughs> country, bro. Like, why are we talking about what's happening in Bulgaria? Let's take a look at Bulgaria. It's inside like, the Balkans uh, area within the world, where they're very deprived of so many different things. Mm. I just think that when England came out and said, oh, is it going to happen again? This group of individuals who are very frustrated in Bulgaria, I don't necessarily think it's about black people. Mm. It may be parts of it, but I doubt that their biggest problem is black people. They might have just pissed off. So the moment you say the English come and say, don't do this, don't do that, they're just going to do everything that the English said not to do. They don't give a damn if it offends black people. They don't give a damn if it offends white people. They don't give a damn. They just don't like the English. Mm. I say to people, when I went to Russia, one guy, the only time I had racial uh, issues is when a guy said to me, go back to your country. So I instantly thought of raising England, saying go back to like, Africa and all that. Johnny goes, I hate the English. All of you go back. <coughs> people need to get this whole ideology that these people, I'm not saying they like black people, not for one thing, and I'm not condoning what they've done. I fully know it's wrong. We all know it's wrong. Mm -hmm. But stop deflecting and pushing away. The English have got a massive problem, bro. Mm -hmm. Well, we... on the line, though. Yeah, we go... go on. <laughs> 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 he said, the English have a massive problem. Stay on the line. Stay on the line, <laughs> Do you know what? I do... I, I feel that, like... See, like, even when we was talking about, like, the white mass walkouts and stuff like yeah. that, yeah? A lot of that 
when I'm thinking about it, should happen in England. Yeah. We talk about like racism in in these different countries and all of that. Yeah, we've got a big issue in England. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm getting an Uber at the same time. Um, yeah, fam. I just think, honestly, man, I can genuinely say to you, yes, it's bad, but the, the English are so happy this happened, and now we don't have to talk about what happens at last season at the North London derby where banana skins thrown at Bamiyango. Yeah, we don't have to talk about Ricky we don't have to talk about John Barnes talking absolute shit every single time he gets an opportunity to speak on TV. We don't talk about any of those things. What's wrong with James Barnes? Yeah. What, what is wrong with John, what, John Barnes, by John the way? John Barnes is a... He's a... Fam, he's lost the plot, geezer. <laughs> he's actually lost the plot. Well, you need to get him on your podcast, bro. <laughs> That'd be a great get him, on, get him on the Poet and Vooge podcast. Oh, That'd be amazing. Is it Uber for Poet? Amazing. My friends are coming around the corner just now, yeah? Thank you, bro. So I say that again? Get him on the Poet and Vooge podcast. Where? Um, what, the fam, he is a couple of nuggets short but happy, more fam. So, yeah. What, what, what do you think the solution is, bro? Wild gone, brother. How you think, fam? Very quickly, I got a rush, my bro. No problem. Sorry, lad. Sorry, what, what do you think the solution is, though? What's that? What do you, what do you think the solution is? What do I think the solution is? Yeah. There is no immediate solution. I think everyone needs to stop trying to figure out a way of solving the problem right now and appreciating there's a process and a journey. No problem, bro. One love, family, yeah? Do bed shopping on this. Thank you, my bro. Blessings, brother. Yeah. So I don't think there's a problem. I don't think there's a solution. Hey, Cambrian. I don't think there's a mad solution here. All right, fam. I don't think it's a mad solution right now. I genuinely think we need to appreciate that we're all part of the process in trying to get there where we need to go. But the first part is honesty and saying, no, you know what, guys? Like, we're doing a lot of things that are wrong as well. Let's sort out what we are doing badly so we can become an example for everyone else to kind of follow. And we're out here just trying to tell people what they should and what they shouldn't do. And these times we're doing the same thing. Mm. It just doesn't make sense to me, bro. I agree. Yes, they're, they're an extreme example of what's happening in terms of output of energy. But you know what the killer is? I think after that situation there manifests, they just go back to their normal lives and just do what they're doing. Mm. In this country, bruv, an incident happens, fam. It's clearly a racial issue, and I'm talking about 2015, 2014, and then the media don't support it. Mm. Let's not forget, in 96, 97, uh, Ian Wright had a problem with Peter Schmeichel, which was clearly racial, and the world ignored it and tried to make Ian Wright seem like the bad guy when he got called a black something. I do think it's not make sense to me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. I, I fully agree, bro. But the moment you can monopolise off it and it becomes an industry and you can make money, all of a sudden it's a talking point. But before what you're talking about and it's not popular culture, it's just another thing that's happening in the world that we should ignore because we have really important things. I just feel like everyone's got an agenda and if you don't have one, you're probably a part of someone's agenda. And if that's all right, you can do what you want, but just ask yourself, are you a part of an agenda you're proud to be a part of? At least be a part of an agenda that makes a bit of sense. If you're just not going to be, you know, have your own agenda, fair enough. Some people do follow in that, but at least follow the right thing. At least try to be guided by the right thing. What an amazing, uh, what an amazing yeah, mindset nice. this guy has sometimes. Boy. That, was really that, was, that was really good. <laughs> Bro, I think I'll just leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was really great. Uh, uh, we'll know. talk. I'm going to bring Koji back anyway. We'll, we'll, all three yeah. of us will have a chat. We'll do it. We'll do Please, it. Please, bro. Yeah, man.
Um, and all right, lads. Well, I actually miss you, lot, man. Chucky, yeah. please, can you just come see me today or tomorrow, son? On, the, Jesus, weekend, right, on the weekend, on the weekend, definitely. We'll link on the weekend. Yeah, right, I man. love the Monday fam. Then I'm off. Right, I love, bro. Love. Cool. All right, boom. Off that. All right. Let's you talk did, about you. you. Did rep- okay. Let's All talk right. about you, bro. <laughs> How are you? I'm well. I'm fine. Mm. I'm good. Mm. I'm tired all the time, Chucky. Why? Because I'm now in a phase where I'm busy and I'm happy to be busy. Mm. But when you, it's like going from like <coughs> dead rest into a hundred meter sprint. You're gonna guess out. <laughs> Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So um even when you were talking about getting a cold, like I was like midway through the tour and just got hit with the maddest cold and just oh. like it sat me down and it made me realise I need to kind of really focus on like like health. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like What's your balance you like? What's your balance like? Like in terms of like work to like personal life. Yeah. It's like eighty percent work, twenty percent personal life. Yeah. But like now. I enjoyed the sixty forty. I enjoyed the seventy thirty. Mm. Do you get me? Now I'm I'm more or less ready for it to be eighty twenty. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah. Like, um, it's been about well. The last time I put a full project out was two years ago. Because yeah. that's the thing, everyone keeps calling my things albums, but it's not. Like, I, anyone could have an argument. If Julie was here, she'd probably like yell at me and say, "No, it's an album." I'd say, "No, it's not. It's an EP." But it's just because like. So what are you? Oh, so you're you. You're saying that Cashmere Tears is an EP? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, because like, it is. It, it's. It, it's how long? It's ten songs. I'm, yeah, it's I'm, ten songs. Ten songs. So it's like that's the borderline of like album length. Like. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing because like EP's obviously historically EPs used to be like four three, songs yeah, and that, four. but things have changed, didn't it? Yeah. But then remember, ten songs used to be too short for an for an album. Yeah. It was kind of like at least thirteen songs. With that being said, though, some of the best albums historically, anyway, are ten songs. So yeah, like, exactly. I but just feel like the abbreviation needs changing and I've now changed it to extended project. <laughs> extended project. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, instead of extended playlist. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's nice. That's what it is. So, but in between that, um, I just went through the maddest. Like yeah. genuinely just like my life spiraled into a state where I couldn't figure out heads or tails. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so by the time I got back to myself and I was able to make music again and was ready to do it. Um, I was so ready. You get me? That's why like now people see me, they're like, you seem a lot happier. Like, like you're chilling, everything's good now. Yeah, cause I'm good now. Like I'm ready, like let's go. Like I'm I'm, I'm attacking everything now. Do you see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to stay busy. Like we just finished the Kano tour. Before I did the Kano tour, I did my tour. Yeah. I'm about to do Daniel Caesar's tour. Cold. And then I think we might hit the states over the winter maybe hopefully fingers crossed yeah uh, just sorting out work visas yeah um, let's, let's talk about touring actually quickly like firstly the Kano thing well, I was in Jamaica in it so I missed the Royal Album oh, oh no I, like I know I'm no, not gonna lie no. I know I haven't had FOMO like oh, that no. before I, yeah, wow I had FOMO. did you there? No, I, I've never been anywhere. Oh, I'm sorry. I've never guys, been mate. like any time I've ever been Jamaica or certain places. I've never really looked back <coughs> and thought, "Oh, like I should have been there or whatever." Mm. But this one here, oh, no, you should have been there. It was really yeah, I moment. know it looked. Oh man, and you know what it, is mad as oh, well? Man. I tell you what's so good. Yeah, it's so good to see Kano in particular. Yeah. Being so creative with his artistry. Oh man, it's, it's do you get what I'm beautiful. saying? Like, 
he is i just li- i was on instagram today and like he po- put a post of um him doing something with spotify spotify at, yeah um uh, where is it? i think it, he did it out. uh abbey road abbey road that's it and then he's got like you know the still pans still and stuff pans. like that and he's talking about the black female string se- section they say yeah. i just want young black girls to see that and think and that's sick that's sick i want to do that yeah like when i say that's the tour i needed bro like i've supported tours before cool all amazing big up everybody that's like backed it kano's tour in particular it's like like i try and bring a a a bigger element to my shows do you see what i'm saying and within my world i was like cool i've kind of got that sorted that's like down packed to now see it on this scale that's like transcended like the history of uk music because you like he was performing songs and some of them came out in 2005. Mm. I was born in 93, mm-hmm. you feel me? So for me to be that young hearing them tunes, to now be 26, supporting him, watching him in Royal Albert Hall and like knowing that that's where him and Getz did the MOBO performance. Mm. Do you feel me? Like, like <laughs> if I'm with my, try it with like, Royal Albert Hall in front of like an industry that was not ready for Graham at, no. at the time. To no. now go full circle and to be able to- To do a full, your own show. Your own show. Like, and it, and it's like the, the London show was different to all the other nights. Yeah. So the London show was fuller. It was longer, it was fuller. The other nights was mainly um, Hoodies All Summer. Okay. Um, and he just gave bits and pieces. Bits and pieces of yeah. like older tunes. Like, like he had this mad, um, P's and Q's flip. So like, because the show is done now and I feel like, because I hate spoiling the show when it's happening if you ain't seen it, but yeah. so he would do, it would do um, the first like 16, if that, of um, Class of Deja. Yeah. Wheel it. But bear in mind, he's wheeling horns, drums. drums. I've yeah. seen him do yeah. that at Love Box. Ma- yeah, with, with the band, no. with P's and Q's. Yeah. Like wheel a whole Honestly, band. I haven't yeah. seen anything like that like, before. And, and it's weird the way the musicians play. They play like they've wheeled up. Yeah, yeah. yeah you feel yeah. me? Like they they'll oh, start yeah, yeah, riffing yeah. like they they've wheeled up. And then he's like, Nah, nah. The energy levels ain't there. And then you just hear bam, 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 bam. Everyone loses their minds. And like even hearing that song with the horn section, you forget like how big. That song can, because when it was made, it was probably made on a little Casio keyboard mm. somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Like drum sample loop or whatever, mm. blah, blah, blah. But to now hear it with like a free yeah. section of horns. Yeah. Do you get me? Oh, like stop. brass, everything. Yeah, like, like different elements of just things that's like making it even like it made, bigger. It made Graham feel luxurious. Yes. Oh. Do you feel me? Like yeah. it made, it's, 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 it's Graham suddenly became something that you could smoke a cigar to and have a nice little Chardonnay or something like. Oh, you feel wow. me? Like that's lovely. That's Kano. You feel that me? Is Kano, that's yeah. Kano. Like, Kano and it, and it's and it's not like it's not like you can't tug with the the cigar and the wine because mm. when a certain tune comes on, do you get me every day? Do you get me? You're, yeah, 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 you're yeah. there, like. Of course. But you can sit back and appreciate what he's saying because he's rapping things in a way that's a conversation. Yeah. So. He's not looked down on anybody he's trying to help. He's not looked down on the ends. No. He's extended a hand with yeah. this project and said, listen to me, I understand what's going on, so mm-hmm. I understand you, so let's talk, yeah. rather than me preach. Yeah. And like, seeing it at um, 
oh, D-Double come out and oh, got, no. and got a reload ooh, of saying, ooh, ooh. ooh. <coughs> and, but like, the lights have come on and then you just see how grand. I love how minimal the like lighting production was. Yeah, 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 love yeah. That. It was spotlighted. Perfect. Perfect. So like, yeah, nothing. If, if somebody was playing, like sometimes it would be completely black on Kane and it would just be a spotlight on the piano. Okay. The piano would be playing. And then that will cut out and then you'll see Kane standing there with like the choir. Then the lights will go black, the choir will go and then it will shoot over to the horns and then the yeah. horns will start doing mad and it will come back to him and it feels like he's telling a story and weaving yeah. it all together. Yeah. Impeccable show. Bro, this is the thing. It's things oh, like man. that, yeah, that literally, and not even just like <laughs> all of the big things, but all of the attention to details and stuff like that, that like makes you understand levels. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and also not even just levels, like mindset yeah. and how people take towards doing their own artistry, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Because some people are just kind of on a thing of, I'm just going to turn up and like, I am just who I am, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just me. So... I'm just me and I'm just lit and that's just enough, yeah? yeah. But like, you sometimes it kind of is, but that that's not like, it's not really. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, okay, you could do a hell of a lot more. Yeah. You can, you, I'll tell you what you can do. You can turn up and you can just do you and just be lit. Or you can give people something that is like a statement, something that is going to make people talk about it for a very long time. And I guess it just matters, it just depends on what matters to you, yeah. do you get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why like, I would say that, and even one of the reasons why you're here anyway, I, you know, I always say I'm not even, that, in, when it comes to doing this podcast, mm. I'm not trying to have a conversation with everyone. Mm. But like, one of the main things that won me over with you mm. was actually going and checking your live show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, was it Coco? Yeah, I went to the, the okay. Coco one. Um, your, that's your most recent live one, that, right? that your was, headline. That was November last, last year. Last year. So have you done a have you done a headline show since then? I've done. I know so you're doing I did, Roundhouse. Well, I'm doing Roundhouse April next year. Next year. So that will be double Coco, which is like yeah, of course. So I came mad. I came to Coco, but I actually came to Coco. But with we did double... a tour. We did a show this year. Oh, you did a show this we year. We did. We did. Um, I did two for London this year. So I did a tiny one that was free. Oh okay. Um, oh yeah, did recently. Yeah, based on a sign up. So. Yeah. I was just like, all right, free tickets, sign up. And yeah. we had like 3,000 people on the waiting list for that oh, show. And we did that one because I did field day, yeah. but they fucked up my performance and cancelled my set. And like, oh, what's what? like, the thing about me is like, I get love from the UK and it. People from the UK will show up and support. But the, the love I get worldwide mm. is almost more infectious. Yeah. So people will fly in from different countries when yeah. they see me doing a certain festival, especially yeah. if they build me a lot. So people had flown in from all kinds of places to see the field day performance, mm. okay. show up, it's raining, and then they cancel my set. So I'm like, nah, That's crazy. Like this, I'm gonna do a show. So we did this show called For You, um, just free, put the tickets out. And then <coughs> that was such a big success that I was like, all right, I wanna take this on the road. But like, my thing was like, when whenever I've dropped a project in the past, it's always come with such like this weight and this intensity of like, What's it gonna do? What's the number saying? Like this anxiousness. Are you that? You're not that artist, though. And I'm no, I'm not. But I you're don't always feel, I gonna. Feel like you're just. You're gonna sit up. You're gonna check the tweets. You're gonna check the initial opinions. You're gonna see who's listening, who's posting about it. I didn't want to do that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, mm. though, bro. I feel like there are categories of artists that you look for for different things, mm. and like with that in certain cat, like especially when it comes to sales and stuff like that, there's like a category of artists that like 
you know they that's their thing like the first week sales yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, the chart position and yeah. stuff like that like and try to you know drum that down you because they really want the, the, the top 10 or whatever yeah. it may be or whatever yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. nice I'm not ta- ever taking that away but you know the first week numbers and stuff is a big thing to them but then you have artists that like that your ammo is not about it being the first week sale or the, the that that big number that you know everyone says at the end oh I did this yeah like yeah. yours you had I feel like with artists like you yours is just more about the package of what it is that you're bringing yeah, yeah more yeah, than anything it's more the artistry than anything yeah so even when I'm looking at your videos yeah this is before I went to your um went to your live show I'm looking at your videos and I'm having a conversation with you know someone that's very influential in the game I'm not gonna do name drop yeah. thing but we was having a good conversation about you, yeah? And I was like, well, I'm looking at the videos and it's like, every video is like making some form of a statement. Mm, yeah. Do you get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not looking at you with you dropping a thing, thinking, all right, cool, what, what has he done? Firstly, I don't even give a fuck about that yeah, shit anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to know, whether is it good or not? Yeah, That's just yeah. my thing. I don't give a shit about that. And, and also, I, I do think as well, I, did I say this on another podcast, um, Callum, where I was like, People should forget about if they're go- if they're going to talk about any type of sales, it should just be the the number at the end of the year. Yeah, if anything, yeah. not just the first. Sometimes yeah. the first week sale is like yes. it gives you like a yeah. a false sense of exactly what the hell is yeah. going on. I anyway. never check sales. I don't really care. I've never been fuck? the sales guy. I think I think all of, like that's as a listener. So as the creator of any piece of content, there's going to be a certain amount that you want to want to hold on to it and. And there's like, there's always going to be this nervousness. It's almost like having a youth and seeing them go school for the first time by themselves. You're going to just, you know the walk. You get, you know the walk from your yard to the school, but in your head, you're still thinking about everything that could happen to it, just like happen to them. That's the same thing with the project. So <coughs> when we did the, the second tour, I was like, I want to go on tour the day it drops. So we did like, we did a, a three pound tour. So we did like quite big venues, but we sold all the tickets for three pounds. Um, just so anybody and everybody could come. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, it's not about anything monetary. Like I take a loss, but I want to come celebrate the fact that good music is out, you feel me? So we did, that tour ended in Scala and then just announced the um, Roundhouse show. But the show you came to was was my biggest show at that time. Yeah, and that, that was a, a um, really big eye-opener for me and I think that like again it's looking at the show and seeing like how energetic it was how well put together it was yeah and also like looking <coughs> at I could see your mindset like with, mid, like midway through the show I was mm. like yeah I can see what you're on yeah, do yeah, you get yeah. what I'm saying and that, that's what like, even going back to the Kano thing is just looking at how he is doing what he's yeah. doing at the moment and where he's taking things and what is important to him it's like it's really standing out yeah. but um, in terms of like doing you see like with doing support shows and stuff yeah mm-hmm. where do you feel like where are like the best places and the sort of like the best artists to do support acts for? Because I feel like, <coughs> man, I don't know. So, I've supported a, a lot of people, and the, the vibes is always different. London's the worst place. Yeah, yeah see, London's I was place. that's kind of what I was kind of I wanted to see if you was gonna mention. Yeah, hundred percent. London, London so. is like London's spoiled. Everyone's yeah. got everything. If you're supporting, like I, I always, I always yeah. like to oh, hail okay. up my crowd. They have always given, apart from. I don't even think they didn't give her love, but like there was that clip that went viral of Mira May 
Was that um, at your show? That was at my show. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. As at the Gala show. And I respected her for doing that because I think... For those who don't know, could you just say? Cause she... Okay, yeah. So Mira, um, Mira supported me for the for U tour. And, um, and like, I think for the London show, I was in the back, so... I, I think I literally see it about two days later on Twitter and was like, wait a minute, I said, that's that's my stage. Yeah. That's my stage later, that's crazy. But um, I think she was performing and she could hear the people in the front few rows talking. So she's cut it and said, basically, before you guys can't afford my tickets no more. Like, yeah, do you yeah, know what I yeah, mean? You oh, better wow. just... Yeah. Take this in now, innit? Take it in now, innit? Yeah. Like, I'm then here, innit? And then spun the tune and performed and got a reaction and they was yeah. vibing. Do you know what I mean? Like, as a performer, there's certain things that you have to do. Yeah. Do you get yeah. me? And like, especially as a female and for somebody that's gone through as much as Mira in the industry, like, you can tell that, like, she loves music and she wears her heart on her sleeve so much that, like... <clears throat> If people aren't taking in her music, it does affect her. Do you mm. see what I'm saying? And she's such she's got such thick skin. Get me so not much can affect her. So for her to even mm. stop the song and address people is because she wants to give the best performance she could yeah. possibly give. It's not no ego thing, it's not no nothing crazy. Yeah. But like supporting in London, that never happened to her in any of the other cities. Yeah. You feel me? Like we was everywhere from like yeah. Scotland down to Birmingham, Manchester, whatever, like that didn't happen to it. That happens in London. Like, yeah. I it's like if you're if you're mm. if it's your show, yeah. London's the latest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're supporting, it's the shittest. It's the shittest. Yeah, hundred percent. Like people come there with more the attitude of I just want to see the artist. Oh, I just want yeah. to see. I don't really care about this. Sometimes it takes you ages to get a response out of them. And uh, if you go other places, I feel like more the mindset is I'm coming for the day. Like yeah. I'm coming to see the artist, but I'm co- it's a day out. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So if there's someone else there, I'll take it in and in- enjoy it the same way. I supported Pusha T for the Daytona tour, and I remember one of the best shows was Copenhagen. Like when I say they didn't need to know who I was, do you get me? Because they've come out. It's a show. We're ready. Let's have a like. Let's fucking go. Like, they're almost baiting me. Like, give us another one. We'll show you what we can really do. I'm like on fire. The next day's London. I swear to God, I've never like emotionally crashed that much. Really? It was awful. And I remember switching at the crowd the same way. Mira switched at my crowd. I switched. I said, listen, the next time you see me in this place, sold out and you're not going to be here. And I walked off the stage at the end of it. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because it was one of them ones where it's like the sheer basics of performer to crowd response, vibration, they weren't even giving me that. Mm. You feel me? And it's like, you've come to watch Pusher perform, sick. He's American, sicker. But someone from here is on stage right now. Yeah. Do you get me? Like trying to bring the vibes that we know. Like you get me? These ain't even mm. vibes that was alien to them. Like I'm, I like I'll switch. You saw it. I switch into a gram set midway through yeah. just to throw people off because people think I can't do it. You see it. Yeah. So I'm like, switch into that. Yeah. Boom. And they're just staring at me. Like, and I've done that set in places that's never heard grime. Yeah. Do you get me? Like, and that's so dumb. and they go off. And London's just looking at me like. Yeah. Do you get me? Like, uh, London is the worst place to support. Yeah. I, I've I've seen. If I can avoid it, I will. Like even even Daniel Caesar's tour, like I'm doing U- the Europe dates. Okay. Yeah. Not the UK. Yeah. Not, not the, the UK. UK. Yeah, because I can imagine London, like Daniel Caesar, London. Everyone's just going to be standing more so, just waiting for slow jams more yeah. than anything. Which so like that might be, yeah, it might be. 
the, the weirdest one I've but supported. yeah it's like I don't know it's, man okay. I think just I feel like probably the mindsets and stuff is just very different from when people come out but yeah. you know what yeah anytime I've ever worked with an artist and we've been doing like support acts and stuff do you, and you DJ for J Prince as well right yeah I do J Prince and mm. that we uh, we came off a really good tour at the end of the the beginning of the year mm. which was sick it was just such a vibe man like everywhere was good as well but I guess it's different because it was his headline show and whatever yeah. but yeah I've done I've played for him and a bunch of other artists as well yeah but um, anytime we've done like support acts and that or support shows and it's been like the crowd's been super dead I've as a DJ have sort of more encouraged them to be on a thing of like I'm vibing with you fuck them Mm, like yeah, me yeah, and you yeah, yeah, yeah. we have it all day do you get what I'm day. saying I'm not going to stand there as a DJ and just press a tune and just leave you out there yeah, like that yeah. i tell you what me, I'm going to jump up Let's and down go, yeah. Let, me and you will have it in fact maybe what you might want to do is not like do the oh like everyone make some noise and do all of that because right now it seems like they uh, everyone, yeah. That, yeah. so you know what me and you let's do yeah, our thing let's yeah. do our thing yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. our set enjoy it get lit and then we just come off and then people can just you know what I mean because you never that's the thing you never know who's gone to a show Sorry, sorry to interrupt you again. It's Go got on. to be hard, as you, because you're the person at the front of the stage, yeah. and everyone's looking at you. Yeah. So when it's not lit, it must be like. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. It drains you, like, and you don't know why people have gone to a show for somebody else. So like, some people might have gone there just to even wall watch the the main artist. They didn't come here to have a good time at all. They just wanted to see what was going on. with this just there because they're there or whatever, like. The weirdest person, I don't, it's not the weirdest, but she's not the weirdest person, but it was a weird link. I supported Anne-Marie. Oh, yeah. And I had to I had to jump off that one. That was one where I was like, I don't think I could do this night after night. Because like we did the first date, which was Brixton Academy. And like, the, 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 like if you're performing to a crowd that doesn't <coughs> get you, especially as a support, Oh man, that is the longest thirty minutes of your life. Really, and a one that's a crowd that size as well. Oh. Surely that amplifies it. Five thousand people just just, still. just looking at you. Oh yeah, I've had some of that. It's fucked. And then it's what was weirder is obviously her her crowd is younger. Yeah. So it's kids now, <laughs> kids from anywhere like staring. And you think you. remember you got to think yeah, the support act really is about you being introduced to a, a new audience to yeah, a degree yeah. to get what I'm saying and trying to win over some new fans. So I guess if you feel like after a while, this is it's not, nothing's yeah. happening for yeah, me, yeah, yeah. then maybe you might some have to- Some people are really good at it though. Do you? Yeah, that's Jack true. James. Have you heard of Jack James? No. Jack James is a new kind of R&B singer. Yeah. Um, he was on Shy FX's album as well. Okay. Um, but he knows how to like, He's a singer as well, so you know when singers singers can do that though. They can yeah. they can finesse a crowd because it's wavy being yeah. there. If I could sing, fuck the rapping thing. Yeah, I'd be on singing. But in every, I think he's he's been on Mahalia's tours <coughs> for like a, a long time now because in terms of just getting it, yeah, and just working the audience, working the crowd, he's got that natural um, charisma and persona to be able to say, "All right, cool, don't worry, don't worry." We got all night, but I could, ima- <laughs> I could imagine that a Mahalia show for a singer. Yeah, yeah, it would be because remember, there's, I feel like there's, there's like certain dynamics that contribute to making it work to a degree. Anyway, do you get me? Yeah. If you are a singer, right, 
um, especially like a you know like a soul singer for example and you got like as a supporting act you do have another singer yeah. especially someone who can sing well a cappella and things yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's it's gonna, gonna, it's gonna work yeah. quite well but if you say you got like a like a grime act yeah. yeah, it might be difficult if you say Big Zoo. Yeah, it might be yeah. difficult to come out, especially when the crowd. That crowd will probably just want a mosh pit and go yeah. ham. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're not providing that and you come out and you sing, then you know people may not love it so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just think that maybe yeah, in certain places, as a, in general though, certain places in general respect warm up acts more. Than other places, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's definitely more of an international thing. They just they're there for the vibes. Yeah, like, they want the whole show. They want the support to be just as good as the main artist. They want the whole show. Yeah, and if you're giving them the whole show, they'll give you the energy in return. I think yeah. cities that are spoiled are less likely to like. Mm. Like for example, I can imagine New York being New York. Tough. I was literally about yeah, to say New York. Be, New York's tough. must be tough. When I do my first American show, I want it to be New York. Is it? Yeah. I like I like the belly of the beast, man. Like, yeah. I'm like one of them people where it's like throw me into like where it's not gonna work, and I promise you I'll make it work. Yeah. Kind of thing. So like even accepting <coughs> certain tours or like, doing certain shows or certain spaces that I put myself in as a performer is to make me a better performer. Is to add to my live show by the time I get around to it. Do you see me? So yeah. Like all it like even now, me doing Roundhouse was already a mad thing before Kano's tour. Yeah. After everything I learned on the Kano tour, Roundhouse yeah. is dumb. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna, I'm going skits at that show, bro. And yeah, I'm bro. I'll be there anyway. Yeah, I can just imagine. It's crazy because it's like it's weird because sometimes I'll find like when you was when you came to the show, mm. that was the one. Retch was there, Getz yeah. was there, Shola Ammo was there. Mm. Um, that was cold when you brought Shola out, by the oh, way. Oh, like it was like. It was such a vibe, yeah. And you think to yourself, like, and I hear, like, I'm one of them, I shouldn't look at comments or, like, read things or whatever. I don't. I've only I do. DM, I see DMs. If you message me directly, I see them. Yeah, I feel, like, sometimes I'll just do a little cheeky check. And it's when people are like, oh, they don't, it's like they, they, they act like they, they either don't listen to me or they don't know anybody that does listen to me. But then when it comes down to the shows, they're always full and it's always people that know every lyric, every word, every... Do you get me? Like, mm. they know the vibes and it's like... it. Got, this is like more of a message to any young artist out there. Don't watch none of that. Like, don't watch none of that. Don't watch... Do you know why, do you know why that is? Yeah. Because there's just a big difference between social media and real life. Yeah, 100%. So it's like social media is just loud. Like, if you could... Like, if social media was, an, was a tone, it would be deafening. Because yeah. you imagine it'd be so fucking yeah, loud, bro. Like, all the time. Yeah, it's just mad. Like, it's just so much fucking noise, bare things going on or whatever. And in real life, it's it's a lot quieter, but there's a lot more effective things happening. Yeah. Do you get so. me? So, that's why that's why you got to find music in real life. Yeah. I tell people go to shows and not even just like all the big shows of all like the big artists or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But just go to like the random jazz spot or like a poetry night mm. or like... See the up and coming rappers when they do their showcases. Go to one of them yeah. every now and again. Like, just spot what's going on because that's how you miss certain movements in True. music. Do you feel me? Like, to some people, grind must be a complete surprise. Like, where did this come from? What is this? How did this happen? But if you was on the ground back in the day, you was going to all the sets. You was going. You was listening to the radio things. You was, and it's like nowadays people feel like there's not a scene in the UK like that apart from like drill or like there's like 
more of a commercial side to the rap scene that kind of seems to be more together. But mm. like, there's not, like people don't see the rest of it as a scene, even <coughs> though despite the fact that like, people like, I've known Slow Tire since yeah. 2011, 2012. Mm. Do you get me? Like made music with him in, in his bedroom in Northampton, like early days. I've known Little Sim since she was 11. Like, I've like Jay Prince. Jay Prince produced my first ever. Shout song. out to Jay, man. I love oh Jay, man, Jay man. Prince is a G. And I love but, you like, two's like chemistry when oh, we man. touch stage together. Bro. Oh, you that's my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's you my guy. Like, on a he bust me. Boy. He bust me. He's he's one of the people that I would personally attribute to like helping shape Code Radical. Yeah. Because simply because of the belief. When I went to Jay Prince, imagine this. Yeah, I'm not. A, I didn't come from music. I wasn't trying to be a music artist. I was a painter. I draw. I paint. I illustrate. I work in fashion, creative design, um, directing, all that kind of stuff. That's what I studied. That's what I was into. You, I can't lie, you do look like a painter. Still. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I love that. The, 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 the waviest compliment. Yeah. You want to see with the red beret or yeah. something? Oh like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I dropped the beret out, man. Because <laughs> yeah, like yeah, proper painter. Yeah, like I was. It was working for a while, but then I started to see it was linked to too many like government, okay. like military yeah. things. Oh, okay. Like, oh, drop it out. Um, but. I went to Jay Prince with a book of illustrations and poems and said, I'm writing a story <coughs> called Dear Daisy and I want to turn it into a soundtrack. And he's flipped through the book. This is in his yard. Like, flip through the book. Okay, I get it. Closed the book, pulled out this random sample of like this like old French waltz music and chopped up my first tune in front of me and like as I was reading the poems over the things he would tell me to do different things with my voice like no I read this bit like how you read it to me when you was reading it in the character's mm. voice and like say this like this and maybe you can turn that into a hook and like for somebody that wasn't used to making music at that point all those mm. tips and those pointers let me know that there's more to being in music than being the biggest yeah definitely do you get me so like that interim between Dear Daisy, 23 Winters in God's Body, even up until Cashmere Tears, my focus was never on being the biggest. It was about being the best and yeah. like actually having to argue why I'm not if it came down to it. Do you get yeah. me? If we're looking at it lyric for lyric, song for song, quality of sound to quality of sound, visuals, everything. Like I wanted it to be so hard to argue that by the time it is my time to just friggin' just take over whatever it is, whether it's here, the world, whatever... Because nine times out of ten, that could be a tune. Do you get me? You could have worked your, your whole life and had a great career and then have one tune that carries you now to, like, mm. everybody's ears. You feel me? Mm. So, like, whenever that comes or however that comes is is calm, it's whatever. But, like, actually being good and being, like, that's why, again, I always have to hail up people like Little Sims. Like, because mm. I see a clip of her the other day playing the drums and rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On stage. She's talented, for real. Do you, do you feel me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we talk about female MCs and, MC, and rappers and things like that and put that, like, abbreviation on them and say, oh, the female rappers are like this and they rap about this, da da da, da. But it has to come to a certain point where you can't even look at the gender and you just have to say, this is somebody that loves music. Uh, yeah, and they're cold. Me? And they're cold. For what it is that they do. Not nothing me? not because they're a woman or because they're this or because yeah. they're that. They're just cold. Cold. Jay Prince can make a tune out of thin air. Yeah. And you know what? I'm you so happy me? that he got that gold link um, oh. thing as well. The you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Like when I see it, I was like, I was like, I was almost well, nervous to listen talent. to it. I was yeah. like, oh, please if don't let it be a verse. Not even on a rude cool. one. Yeah. Don't let it be a verse. 
Because an American audience will throw your verse away. Yeah. They will skip it. Yeah. It won't work. When I heard it was the hook. Yeah. And yeah, the, the hook, hook was wavy. Wavy. <laughs> wavy. If you, if, if you, if you oh, haven't heard it, the song's called You Say Yeah. It's with, um, Tyler, the yeah, with Tyler Yeah, and Jay Prince. Listen oh. to that. It's a proper vibe. The production as well. <laughs> Who produced uh, it? Uh, Jules. Shout out Jules. Is it, yeah? Jules did it. That's a Jules beat. I got a couple bad boy. Oh, snap. Yeah. I remember this show. Put that on the screen. Yeah, I'll put something on the um, screen. That's you know good. what I love, though? Look at this though? romance. I know, I know. Your romance is... Hey, that's my guy, though. I do also, though, I genuinely love, like, I really... I'm always fond of artists, yeah? Especially artists that I like. But, like, artists that, like, say things and just, like, mm. talking about real-life stuff or whatever. Mm. And before I was, like, fully into what it was that you was doing and just, like, kind of just checking things here and there like I knew you you were somebody who had things to say about yourself and I was listening to, you got a song is it Footsteps yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and like just listening to sure, like yeah, how you like what you're saying and like talking like everyone can come out and be on this thing of everything's lit I'm happy mm, yeah, sick yeah. like I'm on like everything's good I've got bare peas and you know enough times yeah I've noticed that there's and I know this for a certified fact yeah that there are certain artists that come out on this bare peace thing that are at the lowest point in their yeah, life yeah, financially yeah, so you get what 100%. i'm saying they might even have peas in the bank but their outgoings are just doing a complete madness that's a different thing so it's like see around that time as well yeah like was was you kind of at was that your lowest sort of point you see like the point where no, you talk see like now when you talk about yeah. You, you've yeah. talked you've spoken a lot about like yeah. pr- depression and anxiety yeah. and stuff from back in the day or whatever but musically I'm trying to work out when at what was. point you you was there okay so footsteps no okay. footsteps was um more of which was interesting as to the first conversation we had about Jamaica yeah um because footsteps was around the time where I was starting to reconnect with my diaspora and really understand um Ghana and the decisions that my parents made to come to the UK in order to give me this way of life. So I think at the time with all that kind of angst and anger within me, a lot of that was just like frustration in terms of how I was being seen in one respect, because I think where I had came in as a poet in terms of music, um, a lot of my initial discussion points or conversations were a lot more political. So people would just put me in this political poet category called there. And I think one of the most poignant lines on Footsteps is, do you think I give a fuck about a genre? Mm. I'm still trying to send my parents back to Ghana rather than mm. losing weight, trying to find my way or find the answers. But I realised the same things that made can break the martyr. And it's like, cool, if I'm going to stand up and say I want to be all of these things for, for young artists that really want to be themselves and do something else, people have to understand the same things that music gave me in terms of like love, appreciation, money, happiness shows or whatever, cool. It gave me depression, it gave me anxiety to the point where I had alopecia. The alopecia gave me insecurities about the way I looked (coughs) and how I could be seen in public. So then I would hide from from most social situations and didn't want to be out. I didn't want to talk to my family. I didn't want to, I just didn't want to communicate. So I became this almost like shell of a person. And that happened after In God's Body because I think 
as a person, I'm very much just like, soldier it, keep going, do you know what I mean? Just keep going, you'll be fine, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. So I suppressed it and suppressed it and suppressed it. And that's one of the worst things you could do, mm. which is why I encourage people so much nowadays to feel out loud. That's like my one of my main thing is all like why the project was called Cashmere Tears. But. So see like when they're suppressing it, yeah? Mm. See like by doing that, obviously they get to a stage where it all just comes out in it. Did what, like, did you have one of them moments where you just went wild at home, like on your family or like, I don't what know, it's like a moment? big argument with your missus and you just yeah. like exploded and just. I think I think it was a it was an amalgamation of so many things that I was fucking up relationships consciously, but with enough excuses to the point where I couldn't be the bad guy, but mm. like I could also just not do what I was doing. Self sabotage. <laughs> Self sabotage. A lot of it, or like. Um, I would more so distance myself from family because my mood switches wouldn't make sense to them. Do you get me? And I didn't want to have to explain what they was about. Um, and then like, I think the point where I kind of hit the biggest breaking point, um, it's just crazy because I've never really spoken about this too much, but um, after I lost my best friend, uh, one of my best friends, Harry Uzoka, he was uh, mm. murdered um, over some bullshit. Mm. And, um, that happened in was it in Acton? It happened more or less outside his yard. Outside his yard, yeah. yeah. And um, um, and you know what's crazy is the problem is the, the the reason why it's a problem is that we can probably all testify to this. Unfortunately, is that at some point you lose somebody to something so senseless that makes you question what life is and how long it lasts and the value of it and all that kind of stuff. And whether that could be because of some kind of crime or a fight or. Uh, incident or it could it could be a disease it could be like something happened with it you've lost somebody that's just made you question how someone so good could could go in that way if that makes sense um so for me that kind of gave me all of these like i just was so like what is life do you know what i mean to the point where i questioned if i wanted to live it anymore mm. you feel me and like luckily through whatever attempts i survived or whatever call and I think that was one of the main catalysts for me. It was like, do you know what? Honestly, if, and it sounds like one of them things like, ha ha ha, but if I can't kill myself, no one can kill me. Because mm-hmm. I'm, apart from me and God, who do I fear? Do you feel me? Like, yeah. So at that point, it's up to me to pick myself up and put myself back out there in a space where now I can communicate that. So I think the music that, people would hear, they'd hear elements where I'd speak about it and write certain lines about it um, on different projects, which is probably what helped audiences connect with me on a more personal level. Yeah. Um, but by the time we got to Cashmere Tears, even picking the singles, the first single we picked was a song called Can't Go Back. Yeah, and even with that, like Can't Go Back, it's like, if when you, if you, say you're in your yard, yeah, and you're just getting ready mm. and you're just listening to it, like casually, it you might miss it. Mm. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? It's a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. But when you actually hear what you're saying, yeah. like you're not, you don't want to die no more. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. have that feeling of, yeah. you know, wanting that it's you stuck, don't want to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And seeing things happen to family and losing friends and all yeah. that kind of stuff. That's all in the verses. It's all in the hook. But it's such a vibe. And the inspiration subconsciously came from um, Heya, Outcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Because if you if you listen to that song, or let's say enough, you take that song and play it on a slow acoustic guitar. Yeah. It's really sad. Do you know what I mean? It's a really sad song. Um, and people have done it on YouTube and things like that. Like they've like, 
And when you hear that as well, it sounds yeah. like a, it's just like, cause it's like, yeah, when you slow it down and that's actually, yeah, I it's hear that. It's actually a sad song. Um, yeah, that's mad. Yeah. It and I, that, that juxtaposition was like the main inspiration behind the whole project was just like, cool, it's time to really open up about things because as an artist, especially young artists coming up, man, like, you can give them all of the advice in the world about the industry and all that kind of stuff, but it's really hard to prepare people mentally and emotionally for what it's going to drag you through. And um, and for me, I want people to always know that that conversation is okay to have. Mm. If there's no one they can have it with, they can have it with me because mm. I'm going to tell the truth. Do you feel me? And like, and music shouldn't be a place where you hide from your problems. No. Do you know what I mean? It's a place to share your problems and allow people to kind of... Um, empathize and understand that they're not alone hmm. so even with the whole vibe of cashmere tears we wanted to kind of take this this idea of being this like sensitive person or emotional person or going through things and turn that into the luxury <coughs> hmm. because i met this girl called fatima during like a one-on-one -on -one listening session and i asked her like what do you do when you get down or where you're like upset and she goes she cries and i was instantly so jealous like super jealous because for me, that's a language. That's a language to communicate your feelings, which is tears. And I've never been able to cry. I didn't even cry about Harry when he died. Wow. Because like, it was too hard for me to garner tears. Like I felt like it was a weak emotion. So then how do you grieve? I think for me, grieving was more in the acceptance part of that whole Dabda chart. Do you feel me? So like, it was accepting A, that it's happened, but B, how I see the situation. So I've always seen Harry's spirit as um, almost something that was too good for this world. So he didn't need to be in it. He needed to oversee it. Mm. Do you get me? So now Harry doesn't leave. Do you get me? Harry's always around. Harry's like, in any moment where I'm unsure or doubtful or whatever, boom, boom, boom. It's like I feel a presence and I know it's him. Mm. So like, even down to like tunes like 97. I made 97 mm. water, if only pure in that interim period where I was down and I didn't really want to be a part of music anymore. And they ended up being my biggest tunes. Mm. And like, every time I got to the studio, I had writer's block because of the situation that I was going through. And I'd go out, step out of a smoke and think about things that me and H have spoken about or like something he would say or something he would do. And I'd come in and like, come on, let's write the tune without <coughs> putting no pen to paper. Mm. You feel me? So you kind of just got to learn to accept things and like, mm process it in your own way so like choosing to go with can't go back first was like at the end of the day everybody wants to come out and be the biggest or have that radio tune or be in the dance or like you get me and be spoken about and all that kind of stuff like and there's so many people doing it that they don't need me to do it too mm. you feel me so if there's going to be a moment for something else let it be this you mm. feel me so like because we could have went with 2020 first. It's we could have went with actually, like... It's funny that you say that because that speaks to like, you have like something at the end of um, that 2020 video mm. where you say growth is growth is difficult, mm. Cha uh, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck where you do not belong. Yeah. So it's kind of like where you're even just saying that, you know, you've got a bunch of artists that... Mm. They're already given that. Yeah. If I go over there and I do that, then I essentially the type of artist that you are, mm -hmm. you're gonna be stuck, stuck in a place yeah. that you don't even want to be. Can't in. do nothing about it. Mm. And like, and that statement 
that statement is so important because it's like it applies to everything it's almost like even within if you feel like you're meant for more don't stay stuck where you are yeah. go out graph for what you're meant to be do you know what I mean and where you're meant to belong um, if you're in a a bad relationship an abusive relationship whether it's emotional mental physical whatever don't stay don't stay where you're not meant to belong go where you're valued do you yeah. see what I'm saying like, if you're in an industry or uh, a company or a work position where you're being un- undervalued because of your race your gender whatever it is go where you belong mm. make your own path step where you need to step because like you get one life and unfortunately sometimes it can be very short and to That's die true. with regrets is, is the wackest thing ever of course and like you and something I've spoken about a bunch of times here is like I think it's kind of society in that can make you feel like you're supposed to be doing certain things in certain places at certain times in your life yeah mm. and in the the 2020 song like the hook is more about like by the time I was 21 I thought I'd have it all oh, I have, like, everything. Kind of, yeah, yeah, have everything I did as well yeah, and that so was that, another bro. reason so, for the depression of course bro because again we think yeah that when we're 15 or whatever we think by the time we're this age mm. firstly I, maybe things are difficult different now <coughs> but when I was 15 I thought 21 was far away mm-hmm. and within that time I'm going to be a multi-zillionaire yeah, yeah. firstly when Ow. you're 15 21 comes rapid Quick. yeah and secondly it doesn't always work out like that but it's again having the mindset of understanding that that's actually okay mm. do you get what I'm saying because yeah. you think oh you know what when you get to that age and it's not happening, you think it's the end of the world. Yeah. How do, why haven't I got this? Why ain't I successful? Why ain't shit happening for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that depresses people. Yeah, 100%. Because you, you constantly feel like you're expiring. Yeah, exactly. Day by day. Mm. And you can't. If you, got this, if you got the skill in whatever it is that you're doing, you can't. Exp- no one can tell you. No one can kill you but you. And you can't even kill you. So you get me? Like... That's my, my that's my thing. It's like, like just what what's everyone doing? Like, there's so much, especially in the UK. This is why, like, even when I come in, the first thing I was doing was like, I rate my man, I rate this person, I rate this person. There is so much talent here, so much talent. Talent we see, talent we don't see, and the problem is, I think people almost become afraid of trying to get to that next step because of the work that comes with it and, and the no's and the, did you get me? And the lows that come with it. Mm-hmm. Like people want to skip steps and just go straight to having this hit song or like having this moment where they're the it person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, cool. So who taught you how to sustain? Who taught you how to keep that? Do you get me? Like not a lot, not everybody gets the luxury of having a great team. That's true. You feel me? Sometimes yeah. it's just you like, like on your own. Do, so do you feel like do you feel that it would be beneficial <coughs> for like the music industry? See, like with how things are now, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are talking about like just their mind state, how they feel, all of these type of things, yeah. Do you feel? I don't, I don't know if beneficial is the right word because it could always, it will always be beneficial in in a, in a sense. But like, how do you think like the music industry could tackle? or contribute to helping artists that could possibly be going through things? And do do they now, anyway? It depends on how much money is involved. 
yeah, for that. whoever is benefiting from the piece. Like, do you get me? Like, let's say now, if you got an artist that is depressed, which most of them are, but they're a cash cow. Whatever you ca- want, that cow's sir. got to feed everyone. Whatever you want, sir. So that they'll they'll make anything happen. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas, like, that's why people speak so much about teams and like who they have around them. Do you get me? Because it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be the label. No. You feel me? Like, there's things that like because I signed in December 2018. Um, so that this is my first year being signed, and there's things that the label will do that will just piss me off <coughs> and there's things that they'll do that will make me the happiest person in the world mm. and like do you know what I mean and I've learned to accept that yes they are a part of my team but my core team the people that I keep around me are there to make sure that I stay balanced while all of that is happening mm. and it might not even just be the label it could be some company we're working with or like a show or do you get me whatever it is or a shoot or whatever it is like there's always something that could go left. You feel me? And people just, people do fucked up shit. So people always make it seem like it's a music industry problem. The problem is with people. People have the capacity to just be fucked up. Do you get yeah. me? Like, and screw you over in any industry that you're in. Um, so if you're not, if you're not a good judge of character, and you're not sensible about the people you keep around you, you're very likely to fall into that trap. You feel me? And I didn't realise that till very late because I had like, um, it's with like the core members of my team that were real people that stuck by me, they're still there. People that weren't left me at a time that was very just like, wow, do you know what I mean? And like, you could see it because I think at certain points it's either not, it's not financially viable to them or it's not, I'm, it's like I'm not the it thing or I'm not this or I'm not, they get me? So they just go where the, where where the attention is and where the people are, mm. um, and that might not be you at that time. And mm. those are the people you got to let go. Yeah, you get me. It's all right to shed. Do you get me? Like like losing contact with people is not the end of the world. Yeah, that's for real. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's all right. Yeah, that's so true. Do you see what I'm saying? Because the people you stay in contact with, you do so because they're good for you. Bro, I'm gonna bring you back because there's bring a lot back. more to talk about, bring and I know back. poet would like to be here. <laughs> I know. Um. When you do come back, I know, but, I know, I know. But, he was, I know. He, in his like, I could hear in his tone, yeah, he, was he was actually like, really sad. He, he didn't know he was coming. He didn't know. I, I told him the time that we was recording, but he was in Manchester. So, oh, um, yeah, and he might have told me, oh, no, 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 don't have him on this week. Do, do it another time." No, yeah, like, yeah. Nah, you know. But like, do you know what, Chucky? I'm a phone call away, man. I'll yeah, come man. down. We'll, we'll, it, like, at we, some point, we'll connect. Yeah. Again. We'll, the good thing is we've had this chat, so we yeah. can, we've skipped over like talking about the music and all that stuff. Yeah. Next time, I just want to have a chat. When you're doing the fight talks, I'll be very offended, especially if it's anything to do with boxing or mixed martial arts. Okay, if are I you, are you into call, UFC in that? Yeah? I'm deeper into When I say deeper, I mean I'm up. Okay. UFC, whatever it is, whatever the card is, the card's on at 3 a.m. You're, you're there. Okay, oh, sick. Right. Yeah, yeah, you feel me? Like, I'm in UFC. Boxing, not so much. That's boxing, I'll watch if it's a big enough fight. Like yeah. the AJ fights and all that stuff, I'll check yeah. out. Cool. I'll watch some fights here and there. But UFC is my thing. Yeah. But is it, yeah, is we'll it your thing or is it in... Bro, like, I watch UFC on a, on a very, very regular Deeper basis. level. Yeah, and I've got... Some That's the I conversation that we've got I went to a... Because they do fights in Troxy, innit? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, so you've been to the amateurs as well? Yeah, 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 man. Six. I'm going to I want to learn how to... I would love to learn how to wrestle, but my knee... The way my knee's set. Ah, I yeah. I want to I wanna do jiu-jitsu. Is it, yeah? Yeah, I want to oh, wrap sick. that up. 
Is it, yeah? <laughs> yeah I want to be I hear that. That's um, I'm going to see... The, um, the idea of putting a man in a flipping... In a guillotine. In a guillotine, umla like, plata, yeah, whatever, umla, like... Yeah, all of that. Or a dance. A dance. Oh! Oh! Mate, I'm telling you now, I'm going to see um, Michael Venom Page. Are you? Yeah, Bellator London. Is got, it London, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, sick. Of I got spare. Uh, when is it? Soon. T- text me the I'm going to text you the date. Text me the date. I purposely ain't told no one that don't watch mixed martial arts. Okay. So that ticket is there. And Text we're like, me the date. Yeah. And if I'm here, I will 100 million. Come through. Yeah, please. Because yeah. it's courtside as well. Oh, man. Like cage side. Cage side. I yeah. beg you, please. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That's a je- like, MMA lovers are hard to come by. So when you find one, yeah, hail them up. My G. 100%. Bro, thanks. Love Easy. and guidance every time, my bro. Love, man. Nice. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.